Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. to believe in me and i want people to believe me when they taste my beer that's what it's about you mean you laid underneath it and tried to put his tongue up the bung (laughs) i like to actually scoop up the yeast Uh and look at it seven o'clock came real early that next morning yeah Yeah, man thanks for dumbing that down for us you did an awesome job it's all about food and beer punch me in the junk man that thing was thick the point is just beat it like it's your dick i like to smell it (laughs) afterwards are you being sarcastic right now bring your body armor i ran in my jungle once on a ball valve on a kettle that's a true happy ending now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Session. I'm your host, Justin Crosley. And uh, with me today, we've got uh, JP. Hi. Jason J.P. Petros. Yes. Teresa Pasuti is back in the studio. Hello. And Beverly. Hello. Beverly uh, is here today. Bevo is off. Beverly is filling in for Beverly her. is here. Yes. Okay. Uh, boy, am I... Uh, uh, Handsome. Late oh. <laughs> to this show. I apologize for making everybody wait. Um, it took an inordinate amount of time to get back from uh, Sonoma County. I don't know why. There's accidents everywhere, oh, apparently. Um, so now I'm drinking a Sonoma Pride from Russian River Brewing Company. That's right. Which is a charity beer, as a matter of fact. We donate all of the proceeds from uh, this beer to um, to Sonoma and uh, for, for the fires and the, the victims and the help that, that uh, Russian River is doing up there. Hey, man, it's a place so nice mm-hmm. that it wanted to keep you... In it long, it almost did. Yeah, it's like no, no. It's like the the, the person that hugs too long. Yeah, it was that? I, I I never like that person. <laughs> yeah, well, it's and that it's always so uncomfortable when you let yeah. go and and they don't. Yeah, and then you have to reapply your own pressure. Yeah, and um, Charlie, you know when to when to let go of a hug, right? You never hang in there too long. Let's try the other microphone. That one's been giving me trouble. Uh oh, yeah. Golly, golly darn. Gosh darn it, darn it, darn it, darn it, darn Can you hear me now? There we go. It's a little better. I can't hear anything through these heads. Uh, it looks hmm. like the volume's down right there. Okay. So this yeah. one? Yeah. Oh, there we go. I don't want to blow out 
at your ears. I can't hear you too well out of that one, though. Yeah. I'll have to make you move all the way down to the so end, too. Charlie. Hmm. Hmm. This is what happens when I'm late. Can't come <laughs> fix. How well we know? Uh, it's okay, but you're not, you're not your usual... No, well, I'll move. Yeah, let's try this oh, one all okay. the way over here at the end. All right. And I bet that can make you sound good on that make one. Make sure that box is there. you go. Hell yeah. All right, Charlie. Let's try this now. Let's see yeah. what happens here, bud. I bet you're going to sound golden. That's better. Yeah, that's mm. better. Yes. Okay. So you missed the, girls, the, the, the what I said, actually. Yeah, I did. That's uh, <laughs> what you said. Did it, you? Something to do with hugging, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You don't hold, you're not one of those I hug too long guys. No. That, you know when to let I'm go. I'm English. I'm English, and I just have a quick handshake. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then wave you away. Yeah. No inordinate hugging or emotion or anything, really. Women. Yeah. Women. That's, I hug women. Okay. Yeah, um, that's I, fair. I, I don't hug men. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless we've scored a goal. Okay, sure. <laughs> Makes sense. That's yeah. a, that's a good rule. Yeah, I have a friend, a good friend who who's a very long hugger, and it's Ooh. and I've known him forever, and it's always very uncomfortable. Yeah. So now I'm I'm sort of like every time I see him, I know he's going to want to hug, right? And then I know I'm going to be there for a long time. <laughs> so I'm just sort of like. Parents? No, 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 uh, Shay, my friend Shay, mm-hmm. and he's been on the show, and so I just sort of like. I'm ex- I, I accept it, right? Because I try to pull away, and he just doesn't. He doesn't go away. <laughs> He's very European, I guess, or whatever. Don't, I don't know. You don't like quick put a beer in your hand and give him the side hug. Ah, no, 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 no. He would literally take he the beer take out of my beer. hand. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's very just. You know, he, he's an embraceful man, and yeah. that's fine, and it's cool, and it's very nice, and it feels uh, weird, but um, it goes on too long. Yeah, I never like that. So yeah. Sam is a really long hugger. What? Sam? I know. Since when? Because I think he knows it bothers me. Yeah. Because I like will pull away and he will, he like won't let go and I'm like I just go limp. I feel like Sam does it ironically. That must Maybe. be. Well, I, He's who trolling. does Sam hug though, other than me? Well, um, I hugged him. You're his wife, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm like, can you not? Yeah. <laughs> Taryn's the same way with me. We're She'll married. Hug I just me. don't want to be like that close to you. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to hug. Why? Why are you hugging me? What did I do wrong? <laughs> Right. I don't know. Good morning, Jason. <laughs> oh, in the morning? No. I just want to be left alone. Yeah. So I am alone, and that's good. <laughs> now you don't have any hugs. Right. I will hug you if you want. Well, if you haven't guessed, uh, our guest today is uh, <laughs> Dr. Charlie Bamforth is back in the studio with us. Yay. Yeah. How nice to be here. And uh, the last time we spoke to Charlie was uh, just before your retirement. And now mm. you're fully into your retirement, I believe. Well, I, I'm fully into retirement from the day job at UC Davis. But okay. I, I'm not fully into retirement. I'm still okay. usefully employed. Well, we're going to dive into all of that in just a few moments and find out what you've been up to lately. Good. I knew you couldn't sit around doing nothing for too long. No, my wife wouldn't let me. <laughs> Otherwise, you would. You know, in Japan, the, 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 the women call their husbands big dust. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're too difficult exactly. to sweep away. So they, <laughs> I see. So, and they just, so um, I, I don't intend to become big dust. But if mm. you could, you would just sit around watching soccer all day. Wouldn't you? Uh, no, no, no. I, I sit around writing about soccer all day, but I, I see, I, I, and I might watch a bit. But, okay, uh, yeah, all right. But uh, but I'm doing all the things that I'm doing. Okay. Well, we're going to find out about all of that in just a few moments. Today's episode brought to you by More Beer. You go to morebeer.com and check them out and thank them for being a sponsor of this show for uh, 15 years. They've been doing it, so um, give them a big thanks. Go to morebeer.com and check it out. 
Uh, let me get through just uh, a couple of announcements. Um, mostly, it is to save the date for Saturday, March 28th. That's our 11th annual Spring Brews Festival oh, right oh, here yeah. right. in Concord, California. Was it June 28th? Uh, March 28th. Uh, Teresa, did you get your invite? I did. I was actually so excited that <laughs> someone remembered to invite me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, guys. I was like, and I almost did. I almost did forget. And I was like, oh, man, uh, I think it was. I would have just laughed. <laughs> As I would have, too. I think it was Eric, actually, who reminded me. And I was like, oh, my God. Can you imagine if I didn't invite <laughs> Teresa? All the slots are full. Yeah. I'd be like, you sorry. Yeah, uh, I can't, you can't put a table out. No, I can't. The park's too full. <laughs> you can just come and walk around. That's yeah. What I've been told that before. Right. Like, when I get, I don't get invited, yeah. they're like, you can just come. Yeah. And you're like, that's you, not walk what's... walk around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, mm, thanks. No. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna make it? I I am. I see a conflicting thing on my calendar, but okay. I think I can make it work. Great. I think I can maybe do. Well, I think you both. have to make it work. Well, yeah. I, you have to. I kind of right. have to. Right? Yeah. You, you know, because Justin's all, I mean, all the people will be lined up by the take a picture with Teresa booth, and if I'm not there, it's gonna be kind of a shame. Yeah. We should actually have one of those. Yeah, we will now. Yeah. Write that Neon down, Bebo. Yeah. Take a picture with Teresa booth. Okay, well, at least we'll have a cutout or something. <laughs> and then you can awkwardly hug the cutout as long as you like. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, save the date. It's Saturday, March 28th uh, next year, as a matter of fact. Um, <laughs> yeah. That is a matter of fact. <laughs> All right, and the other announcement I have for you is as you're doing your holiday shopping, please do think of us and uh, click the Amazon link. It's right on our homepage. I put a big, giant photo of a gift on the homepage, and it says uh, Shop with Amazon. You click that, and it'll take you through to Amazon. You could do all your shopping like you normally do, and uh, as an affiliate, we get um, a little piece of the action. So we would love it if you support us that way uh, uh, this holiday season. That's right. We get our beak wet. Yeah. Um, You can also uh, subscribe and support us that way by uh, joining the BN Army. Just click the Donate button on the homepage. And for as little as $2 a month, you're entered into the More Beer Monthly Donation Giveaway, which is a chance to win $100 to spend over at More Beer. And the more you donate, uh, the more entries you get. So thanks to all of you who have uh, supported us that way, and, and we appreciate it very much. Uh, all right, get updates and uh, information and keep tabs on us over on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send your feedback to feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. And we love to hear your show ideas and anything you'd like to say to us. You can write us love notes and hate mail. We like all of it. Mm-hmm. Feedback at thebrewingnetwork.com. All right. We've also got an equal amount of both. Of love and years. hate? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wonder if we went back through all of the archives of feedback. What the ratio would be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's 60-40. Or 80-20. 80-20 was always a safe, but 60-40, I think, it, in, in which direction? I think in, in favor. In favor of us? Yeah, I think for the most part, I people, would have gone the opposite. Yeah. You know? A lot of times was, people only write about anything when they're upset, you know? I was going to say, if you did it, like, pound for pound... I bet the negative feedback is going to weigh more. More, yeah. I think you're right about that. I don't that. know. Yeah. Well, I'll have I'll put Bev right on that. Yeah, I'll yeah. go through every email for 15 <laughs> years. Um, I quit. <laughs> uh, all right. Do we have a Twitter game today? Sure, we can call it that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
How about Twitter game is brought to you today by Beersmith. You can go to Beersmith.com and check out the Beersmith brewing software. You get a free 21-day trial, so if you don't like it, you can just not pay for it, and you can write hate mail to me that I, that I led you astray about the best brewing software on the market called Beersmith. Go to Beersmith.com. That's What's right. our Twitter game? Well, you know what? I was thinking here on the way, uh, on the way over to the show, Jay, about hmm. trying to learn something new. Were you now? Yeah, I was. Okay. I'd like to learn something. I feel like a very stagnant. You know, I tried to learn the guitar, but there's mm. like, well, what's the point? I'm not ever, never going to be in a band. When and, when do you think the last time that you learned something new was? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's probably something having to do with like my podcast or some dumb crap like mm, that, right? Mm-hmm, Just some. Mm-hmm. How do I stream this thing or whatever? But I, like, a, like a skill? Okay. Who knows? I have literally no idea. <laughs> right. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Maybe walking. I right. Think, That's the last time? Yeah. Okay. But like when I'm, when I'm playing guitar, it's a bass guitar. So mm. it's not like uh, you can actually pull out a bass guitar on a campfire or with party. Sure. And start playing the guitar. It's because, you know, what are you going to do? No one's going to recognize a song. No, no one cares. No one cares unless it's like Money yeah. by uh, Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> Right. Floyd. There you same, go. This is the same thing. Yeah. So I thought today it's a, more of a serious take. If you had to learn a skill, or if you could learn any skill in the mm-hmm. world, what would it be? Okay. Anything. Me or, any, or just, just anybody? Any, anybody. What's the skill yeah. that they would and, learn? And and it's you know it sounds like a serious one. It's not even a funny Twitter. It's, no, game. it's not even. Fu- I'm not really feeling very funny today. I see. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel very like down. Is so. it because you knew we had uh, a, a, a UK guest on? You figured you had to like serious things up a little bit? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. My my dry humor isn't isn't working, so I just went very serious. Okay. Yeah. Right. You didn't like watch Monty Python first or anything like that. <laughs> that might have uh, really helped, honestly. Yeah, sh- yeah I should have done, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. I didn't. I watched three episodes of Sesame Street today. Okay. So, uh, well. right. Put my head through a wall. Do you want to tell Charlie that you have a child or just let him think you were watching Sesame Street uh, on your own? I knew that. Okay. I knew that. Okay. I'm a Facebook friend. Oh, yes, there we yeah. go. Oh. I knew that. All yeah. right. All right. Thank you, Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Marishka Hagate. That's right. Um, yeah. So, there you go. All right. What skill would you learn? Sure. That's our Twitter game you know? today. Like, without any sort of training, just if you could just, bam, upload a skill, boom, what would it be? Yeah. What would you want to learn? Like, welding? Trigonometry? I don't know. <laughs> Trigon- it definitely wouldn't be trigonometry. Podiatry? Yeah. You want to be a podiatrist? Mm, is that a skill? That's a profession. It's, it, it, there's, there's skill to it. It's, it's very <laughs> underrated profession, is my You my can scrape favorite. a living doing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just a little. Um, all right, very good. Uh, send in your answers, and we'll pick a winner later. Sure. Yeah. All right, let's do some feedback. Feedback is brought to you today by... It's very hot in here. <laughs> the, a little balmy. The Beer Law Center. You can go to beerlawcenter.com, and uh, John takes care of things for me uh, on the trademark side, and... Uh, in fact, he's probably going to have to do a hell of a lot more work after today. Really? Again, every every app we're, well, uh, we're to, talking today about. Today was up? my deadline to answer their latest offer, and I oh. I kind of blew it off. I kind of forgot about it. So. Today was the deadline they gave you, and you forgot. Yeah, but okay. I was pretty much thinking I was going to tell them just to fuck off and sue me anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of don't think it matters. Uh, I'll just I'll do it tomorrow, and, and then insane. and then John at the Beer Law Center is going to have to go to work for me. Yeah, again, uh, go to beerlawcenter dot com. Um, okay, in our feedback this week. There's a lot of feedback. People have been writing in lately, huh? People have been writing, and it's been a very good, uh, I would even say, month for feedback. People are hunkering down and, and sort of expressing themselves. 
via the format of email, which stands for electronic <laughs> yes. email. Uh, do I really not read this don't read this part on air part? <laughs> I didn't even see that. I'm sorry. Uh, God, I'm so bad. I apologize. Um, it looks I like maybe. I, I don't know. Anyway, then don't read it. Lynn writes the first part I guess I can go through. Yeah, I apologize. Let me, let me okay. go through and make sure. Uh, Lynn writes in, uh, I've been going through the session episodes for the third time. <laughs> I oh, guess. What an insane person. Yeah. This person was insane. <laughs> and he's, uh, he says he, going back to when Justin got starstruck by meeting the singer of the Black Crows, uh, I had to uh, really reflect on my respect level. Um, I, I paused the episode to listen to some of their songs. And for God's sake, Justin, the music is not good. <laughs> He uh, Lynn speaks for the children for sure. Uh, I thought you knew good music promoting Lucas Ohio and even the Trophy Fire Schumann's band. Uh, he says is way better. Uh, I'm sad that the timeline worked this way. If you would have been there for the Toasted Barrel Brewery interview, I would have ridiculed you mercilessly. Um, is, is he in? Toast- Lynn, Lynn was the the brewer at Toasted Barrel. Got it. Yeah. Um, good beers. Anyway, he goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, <laughs> but you know what? I, I feel like this is how insane he is. Yeah. Because he thinks the Trophy Fire right. is better than the Black Crows. And I'm not a Black Crows fan. Right. I'm a Trophy Fire fan, and I think they suck compared to the Black Crows. They do. That's, uh, how, bad yeah. the trophy, that's how bad my taste is. I also I don't know many people who don't like at least one Black Crow song. Like even if you're not yeah. a fan, like everyone knows a song, listens to a song, doesn't so yeah. I don't know what Lynn's talking about. <laughs> and I will have you know, Lynn, that the Black Crows are actually getting back together. So you can oh. catch them on tour if oh. you want. I'm sure he'll be there. And I still cringe. Every time I think about how I fanboyed when I met Chris Robinson, yeah, I still cringe. Like I, I hate that I was yeah. such a douchebag. Well, when you know I what? Met him. What I, I find helps when any sort of embarrassing situation happens mm. is just to think about it nonstop, constantly. <laughs> this is my. I do this. This is what I do I too. I remember and things really from helps. like the sixth grade yeah. that I think about, and oh, they bother me for sure. I, yeah, yeah. And, and it's healthy just to keep replaying <laughs> all those moments, I right, think Charlie? That's you would agree. I do that too. Really? Yeah, it's really agree. uncomfortable. <laughs> it is uncomfortable. Yeah. It's fun. I don't like visual. I like visibly mm-hmm. get you like cringe. You know, it's uh, so cringy. I think we talked about yeah. on the show when when that happens. I st- like if I start singing or like sit, like mm. randomly start talking. That's how I'm, I'm trying to like. Kick my brain off of, of off whatever of, bad thought. Yeah, of going. Yeah. You know, remember that time? <laughs> I mean, it just that happened in your life, and you go, "Well, yeah, I know." You'll be with it happened. You're dumb. Yeah, I need I need a chance to meet Chris Robinson again, so I can I can make up for it. You, you know? really do, because I'm sure this time it'd be so much better. <laughs> yeah, I think you're in a better space. Yeah. All right. Well, Lynn, thanks for writing in, even though you're stupid. Um, Okay. So Kevin writes in, um, I just wanted to say that I agree with Justin's assessment of the new Belgium sale. Though the details are vague and I don't know what the motivation to sell was, it comes down to the employees deciding to sell their business. Um, I guess Kevin is from Fort Collins. He says, living here in Fort Collins and knowing people who not only work there but own... Deciding to sell is somewhat sad because it, it's their—it's uh, the end of their run in the craft beer world. Uh, in the end, it all comes down to business, and I think they made a business move that was a good decision, um, and it was their decision. 
He says, I heard a lot of people uh, shitting on them for selling out and claiming that they'll never buy new Belgian beer again. Uh, But he says, I won't do that. Instead, I will raise my glass to them and cheers them. They've had an amazing run, and they're walking away with money in their pockets. New Belgium uh, was a unique leader in the industry craft industry early on. So they, they've made world-class beer, and uh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. He said he's, he's all for it. Um, <laughs> well, they're not even walking away with money in their pockets. They're still, they still have a job. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't leave. Yeah. I, I mean, they're just, they just they have money in their pockets. Until they get off in a year, yeah. But. yeah. Well, I just kind of wonder how does this – it was uh, it was Kieran that bought them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – I mean, there's just been such a bad track record of these big companies that buy these breweries, yeah. regional breweries that are storied in craft beer history, and things just have been going way downhill. So you yeah. kind of wonder, you Will know. Will this one be any different? Yeah. I mean, what is going to make it different? Yeah. The fact that the employees decided to do it and we're all going to forgive them or are people going to still turn away from them? Yeah. I don't know. Um and I'm trying, you know, out here on the West Coast, uh, I wouldn't say that New Belgium is a fan favorite of anybody's. Anyhow, like hasn't been mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I really have my finger on the pulse of who the New Belgium drinker is. Uh, except that whenever I was in Fort Collins, I would drink New Belgium. And I loved going to the brewery tasting room, and they always had great beer there. And... Uh, our friend Lauren uh, uh, Salazar. Yeah. Actually, I think it's a different last name now. Forgive me, Lauren. Um, well, congrats to her. Sour beer. Uh, their their sour beer master. Uh, she j- you know she made some wonderful creations. Um, yep. So I don't know what's going to happen. Do you have any opinion on this, Charlie? What's a, you know the whole this type of thing is a very difficult area for me because uh, obviously I've been associated with big guys and small guys at right. the time. So you know what. What I will say is a few things. You know, the, the Japanese brewing companies, Kirin and Asahi, they're, they're very responsible. They're absolutely meticulous. Yeah. Um, everything's done to fine detail. Um, so in terms of the technology and the, the technical stuff, it's, it's, it's probably going to get better and better. Yeah. Um, but it's always that difficulty about whether, whether it really is sort of on a level playing field whether the big guys have got the advantage because of the financial clout and so on. So I, I feel very torn about it. When people, I remember talking to somebody once and uh, totally on a different company. Somebody said to me once, I love Blue Moon. Hmm. And I said, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good Coors product. She said, I hate Blue Moon. Uh, <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. This was within 10 seconds, you know. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and really the judgment about quality is very different from the sort of the the message, the the storyline, the you know, where does your heart sit on on these sorts of things? So I'm always torn by this. Yeah. My, my good friend Logan Plant in 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 London sold 49 percent of his business to Heineken, and suddenly yeah. people wouldn't drink his beer. It's bizarre, you know. Um, yeah. So I, I I really you know I'm gonna upset some people, and it doesn't matter. You know, I can't blame people if they want to actually. Um, realize their investment you know, in some way. I, I, yeah. I really can't, and I don't think many people would uh, would would turn that away. There are some who would, yeah, and who would never um, uh, get bought out. But sure, many will, and I I don't think it makes them bad people. So, Charlie, that's my sentiment exactly. I've been saying that on on this show since the Ballast Point uh, uh, buyout because. I, 
I feel like it's kind of the American dream. You know, you, you start a, comp- a tiny company. Uh, I think New Belgium's actually a great example. I believe they started it out of their garage yeah. in Fort Collins there right. and built it into this, um, obviously, you know, multi-million dollar uh, brewery. And I think that's the American dream. Yeah. You know. Uh, there are some bad things that happen in, in some very large brewing companies and there's some very horrible um, business practices that I'm aware of and won't go into. Okay. And I don't approve of that. Mm-hmm. But if you just stick to the beer, yeah. uh, and the beer itself, um, I don't think the quality of the beer will, will go down at all. Yeah. And, you know, chances are it might be even better. Sure. Could happen. All right. Says Charlie. That's right. Um, what <laughs> Stamp else? of approval. Kevin ends uh, by saying, on a, on a side note, uh, sorry to say goodbye to the Hop Grenade in Fort Collins. Um, he's going to be there for our closing the doors party. Yeah, we're throwing a party. We're shutting down uh, our Hop Grenade Fort Collins. Uh, our last day will be December 28th. And, uh, you know, I'm not letting a little thing like going out of business uh, stop me from ha- from throwing a party. From going into business. So we're <laughs> from making money. So yeah. we're throwing throwing a kick the keg party uh we've got some beer to get through and we hope you'll help us if you're out in uh northern colorado sounds Um, fun man i will be there and uh saturday december 28th is our last day so come join us um spend some money will you (laughs) uh let's see uh, Carlin writes in, uh, Justin, since you're looking for cool places to visit on your on your U.S. tour next year, mm-hmm. I suggest you hit up Union Craft Brewing in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, they've got a newer facility, and they um, they call it a collective. Uh, it houses their brewery and a ton of other businesses, like a rock climbing place, an ice cream shop, a distillery, Jesus. a pizza place, and a coffee roaster. Wow. Um, you can rent a flat there for $1,000 a month, a <laughs> two-year yeah. lease term. Yeah. Let's see, you drink coffee, you eat ice cream, drink yeah. your craft beer, and then you go climbing. Yeah. They have what a, could go wrong? They have a community car yeah. you can borrow. <laughs> of course. You must bear four children before you leave. Their beers are really good, um, Carlin says. Um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, please go rock climbing. If you go to that <laughs> weird-ass place, please go, go rock, rock climbing. climbing. Yeah, and video it. After I drink, right? Yeah, well, during. Yeah. You, need, you know <laughs> yeah. what? I, I have one of those hard hats with the two su- cans on the side. So oh, yeah. Drink. Perfect. I will. Uh, let, you need let, to wear that because safety third. Yeah. You know that we've talked about that. What Obviously. state is it in? Uh, uh, Maryland. No, I was yeah. going to say I was going to go, but that's too far away. Maryland. But he does say, I, um, actually, I don't know if uh, he, it's, Carlin is a he or she. Um, they say uh, <laughs> that I should bring you their Skipjack yeah. Pilsner. Okay. And then, and then they say, speaking of JP, uh, if you come out this way, I could offer to stand in for him on the podcast. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, Carlin, I have bad news for you. I sit down during the podcast, mm. so... You're already way out of the loop. He, uh, Carlin says, I've been running my own craft beer podcast for the past eight years. Mm. Whoa. And uh, is very happy to rail against hazy IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you might, you might fit in. You might fill these, uh, this big bright tank that you call a second chair, Justin. Okay. Yes. Could happen. <laughs> it could, I don't know. It could. Uh, uh, should I give his podcast a plug? His or her? Their, no, their podcast? I wouldn't do it. Uh, it's called the Beep. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Wait, I don't think I said it right. It's called uh, the Beep. Podcast. 
<laughs> I think it's called the brutal, like like brutal, but it's spelled B R E W. Yeah, the brutal battle podcast. Hell yeah, dude! Oh, Punisher style, yeah. redo it. So check it out. Yeah, check it out. Throw the guy a like, man. Why not? Or she. <laughs> Fucking throw everyone a like, dude. I don't know. Just go down iTunes and rate every podcast. There we go. All right, Fair Jay enough. writes in. Um, Shout out to the session. I stumbled across this program a while back um, while I was trying to get info on Pizza Port's brewing technique, and I've been a fan ever since. Uh, it's definitely lowered my brewing handicap a few strokes, if you know what I mean. I don't. I don't either. Um, <laughs> drinking a Grenadier, and this beer rocks. Yeah, that's the uh, the collaboration beer that we did uh, with Firestone Walker. Mm-hmm. It has our logo on it. Mm-hmm. We could not call it Hop Grenade because I'm being sued. Right. Um, but we can use my logo because I own it. Yeah. Um, and the beer is awesome. Thank you for saying that, Jay. I agree with you. He says, definitely as much flavor as you'll find anywhere in a 4.9% pale. Um so he says, uh, ah, here's some requests for breweries that um, he'd like to see on the show. Um, Bob from Highland Park. Okay. So Highland Park, I guess. All right. Not um, just Bob. Um, Evan from Green Cheek. Uh, yeah. We had Evan on. We did. When Evan was with Noble. That's right. We haven't. I thought we had Green Cheek on. Mm-mm. No, no. They do some weird shit, man. Yeah, I but like I will it. say this. I don't think I've ever had a bad beer from Evan. He is one mm-hmm. hell of a brewer. Yeah. Yeah, he makes some good stuff. Uh, we had his stuff this year at Firestone, too. Correct. And uh, really, really good. Um, Jay thinks that Evan makes the best IPA in the world, well, according to this. Apparently, he's had them all, and he can make that judgment. Yeah. And then uh, Fall Brewing uh, out of San Diego. Okay. And then... Um, uh, these ones are weird, and I guess they're from California. Enigrin and Epig. E P P I G. Was he drunk writing, you think? <laughs> I've not I've never heard it's, of Enigrin. I've heard of Epig. He's probably yeah. not okay. text uh, you know, speech to texting and yeah. saying, tell them Epig. Jeez, it's real good. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, thank you for writing in, Jay. I appreciate it. And then finally, here's one from Dennis. Apologies to Epic if there is a um, real brewery out there. I don't think I'm make say, Forgive name. me, Anagrin and it's Epic. Yeah. That should be one brewery. And Anagrin Epic. <laughs> or a law firm. Or. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds kind of like a pub, also, to be honest. It does you. sound yeah. a little bit yeah. like a pub. pub. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, Dennis writes in. Hi, Dennis. Thank you for the nice name. <laughs> Uh, today, my wife and I had some time to kill in Elk Grove, uh, California, I assume. Oh. Um, figured we'd stop by Flatland Brewing. They've been on the show. Uh, yes. As I sat at the brewery going through my tasting flight, I heard what sounded like a familiar voice. And I looked behind the bar and saw a man talking to a customer. And I thought to myself, was this the asshole that lost the trophy? <laughs> That's right. They More lost, than likely. They lost the uh, California Craft Brewers Association trophy, right? They, Is that they what it was? lost the, the, the Guild Cup, the best Guild of California Cup. Yeah. And then they needed a beer after it. 
That's right. Yeah, this brewery won this 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 award, <laughs> no, no. and then got so drunk that night that they lost the trophy. No, the guild. It was the guild. This brewery oh, guild. that okay, won that's right. was very responsible and put her trophy in her hotel room. That's right. That was you. Yes, the guild that won <laughs> the guild. and the lost. guild was somewhat less responsible. And the trophy is supposed to like get passed on year to year. Yeah, but it's now gone <laughs> because they lost it. Uh, anyhow, let's see what he said. Um, after a few minutes, the man came out, and I asked him if he was the guy that lost the trophy uh, that, that was talked about in the Brewing Network. And he uh, gracefully bowed his head and said yes. Um, yeah. Uh, he says he, it was Andrew, by the way. He was such a nice guy. Talked with me and my wife for 30 minutes or so. Uh, talked about the show um, and about the... the uh, Cali- he says calibration, but I think it was a collaboration beer that they, that they yeah could have been yeah um, that they did with Crooked Lane. Yay! Yeah, um, we he were just drinking anything. that before the show. I know, and I oh. I brought a bunch of it. Okay, because it's like my new favorite beer in the world. Really, <laughs> it's seriously my new favorite beer that we've ever done. Got it. And I'm I. I know Andrew really loves it too. We haven't seen each other in person, but there's going to be like a really long, awkward hug. Oh, there's right. going to be a moment oh, because of this beer. Because we're so excited yeah. about this beer. It's so good. This beer good. called Less Ford, More Ferrari. Right. Pilsner. <laughs> Is that it? That's, That's what you're it. drinking there? Uh, I'll get some at the breaks. Uh, Teresa, thank you though, Bebo. Um, anyhow, uh, Dennis just says thanks to Andrew and Flatland for uh, such a great time. Uh, they now have a loyal, cu- a loyal customer. Um, you need a dog called Pickles. Pickles. Because in 1966, in England, they lost the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and it was found by a dog called Pickles. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What and, team won it? I, I think England won that year. Okay. In fact, right. I know England won where, that Where was it found? Do you it, remember? It, it, yeah, in somebody's front garden. Okay. Under, under a bush. I think that sounds about right. Hell yeah. I think so, the dog pissed on it first. And then it yeah. Oh my God. That's usually where we find Bevo's husband after a night of drinking on somebody's front lawn Getting under a bush. Getting pissed on by a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they took it out partying and I... No, no, no somebody stole it. Oh, somebody stole it. Oh, this, wow. this is the Jules Rimet trophy. This is um, a beautiful, you know... But it looked like they found it again. It would be very embarrassing. Yeah. Bobby Moore wouldn't have had anything to hold. Wow, yeah. <laughs> it would be such a shame. Yeah. Is it still been. the same trophy today? No, they got rid of it. Okay. <laughs> See, after that, well, I got pissed on, so. Yeah. You know. <laughs> You'd think you could just wash it off and just. No, I, no, I don't think that was the reason why. But sure. They, they, just, they got a bigger one. I'm, I'm reading a little bit about it on Wikipedia. It's actually very fascinating. Uh, really? Someone stole the, the, the cup. It was on a display case. Uh, a telephone call from a man who called himself Jackson called uh, the chairman of Chelsea uh, Football Club and then said that their package would be left at Samford Bridge f- the following day with a ransom note. Um, but the guy who made the phone call was caught. And then he said, no, it wasn't me. I'm the middleman. The real person someone called the pole <laughs> and has never been identified. Really? <laughs> That's actually really fascinating. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Dennis says, P.S., uh, after talking to Andrew about a growler collection that I have, he went into his storage and pulled out a glass uh, growler for me to take home that they don't sell anymore. Um, That's very nice. Yeah. Parting with the old antiques there. 
What else? He um, is a nice guy. I, I threw away so many growlers when we moved. I mean, just he, he also, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I don't God keep them bless, either. No. Um, he also gave him, uh, gifted him a four pack of the uh, collaboration beer. No way. So Andrew was being real nice to our listeners over he is, there. He is a stand up dude. Just more than I can say for us. <laughs> really, yeah. so. we'll just make fun of you. Yeah, I have so many growlers, and I never. I never. I go to breweries uh, semi often. I never remember to bring a growler with me ever. No. Well, and then especially after uh, California sort of made that rule where you can bring in any growler, Mm -hmm. right? So that opened it up to anything. But even going to like the Rare Barrel or a place where you'd want to get like a growler, like a a half growlers. Yeah. I don't remember to bring it. I don't remember to bring anything. Exactly. And And then um, I'm not going to like buy another one because I already own one. So then I just don't get a growler. Yeah. That's basically what happened. That's happens. why I wind up with six Russian River growlers, and I don't need Exactly. <laughs> I, just throw, I just threw everything away. I, I had so it. many Russian River growlers at one point, um, partly because Vinny had done the show several times, yes. that he asked for them back. <laughs> <laughs> he came and did the show one time, and he saw my collection, and he was like... So listen, I hate to do this, but we're running a little low at the brewery, <laughs> and I had all of them. Yeah, <laughs> I think he took home like seven growlers or something. I felt bad. Pickup truck, yeah. But yeah. Anyhow, um, Andrew, uh, thanks for being nice to Dennis. Dennis, thanks for writing in and telling us that story. And that is our feedback for today. Andrew, thanks for being nice for Dennis. Dennis, thanks for being nice to <laughs> Teresa. Teresa, yes. thanks for being nice to Andrew. Yes, and John from the Beer Law Center. Thank you for hopefully keeping me from losing my pants in yes. the lawsuit that you'll uh, surely hear about tomorrow morning. Thanks for when I call you. Thanks for being nice <laughs> to Justin, and thanks for being mean to Boo. Yes, exactly. All right, we're going to take a very quick break, and when we come back, Charlie Bamforth, Dr. Charlie Bamforth, Whoa. that is, right here on the session. Hang in there, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the program, and thanks for hanging out with us today. This segment is brought to you by the 21st Amendment Brewery. That's right, and their latest seasonal release, Tasty IPA, is still on the shelves. And, of course, that was made in collaboration with uh, everybody's favorite brewcaster, Tasty McDole. Uh, And then the beer, of course, named after Tasty. It's a 6.8% ABV with 58 IBUs. uh, Sully likes to say uh, it <laughs> it drinks easily, but isn't necessarily easy drinking. That's right. And then we couldn't get him to explain to us what that meant. That's right. Well, halfway yeah. down the esophagus, barbs yeah. shoot out on the other side and <laughs> yes. scrape. Yeah. So. But it does have a mountain of hops in it. Mm. It's got uh, literally Calypso, Simcoe, Azaka, Amarillo, Citra, Simcoe Lupulin Pellets, Centennial, Cascade, Equinot, Cascade Lupulin Powder, Mosaic, and then Azaka again. I don't know why twice, but again. Um, so it's a, it's a regular hop salad right there, that tasty IPA, and you can find it on the shelves now. Uh, you can look it in, uh, look for it in six packs, or 
19.2 ounce cans, which I'm also still confused about. That Sully won't clear up for me. <laughs> yeah. They're great. All right. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, we've got the great Dr. Charlie Bamforth back in our studio today. The not so retired Charlie Bamforth. Yes, I've never been retiring. You never, yeah. <laughs> now you were so, of course. Uh, anybody who doesn't know uh, Charlie uh, retired from the UC Davis Brewing Science Program. How long were you at UC Davis? Twenty years. Is that right? Yeah, and before that, twenty-one years in the brewing industry in uh, in England. In England, yeah. Not at a university, but in the industry. Well, I was associated uh, then with Harriet Watt University in Scotland. These days, I'm associated with uh, Nottingham University mm-hmm. okay. in England. Um, but I. Uh, no, I was at the, a place called the Brewing Research Foundation, mm. um, which was doing research on behalf of companies all over the world. Went to BRF International, then so it's BRF, BRFI, and then they took the F out of it. And uh, mm. pardon the expression, yeah, and it became, <laughs> as you do, you and know. it became BRI. But I also had eight years with Bass, the Bass Brewing. Company. Oh, that's right, with Bass. I forgot yeah, about that too. Yeah, person on trend. Now and remind me, Charlie. Uh, when you graduated college, you know, when you got your Ph.D., yeah. uh, or I should say maybe as you were getting it, did, did you know then that you were going into beer, or no. did you stumble into it later? Totally stumbled into it. Got Stag- it. Staggered into it. Literally. So I, I did a Ph.D. in biochemistry, studied enzymes, so then I went to do a postdoc in, uh, uh, so I was a Ph.D. in Hull and a postdoc in Sheffield, and then uh, after a year, you sort of start looking at the job pages, and they wanted an enzyme guy at the Brewing Research Foundation, so give us a job, I can do that, ah. because I've been drinking beer for a <laughs> sure. fair few years. <laughs> yeah. um, so bringing in sort of the professional interest and the personal interest together, and um, the rest is history. So, so even then, it, so if you didn't necessarily plan it that way, still, your entire career from the moment you left university was in beer. Well, apart from the postdoc, which was technically my first job for a couple of years, but yeah, in, in, I see. in, in beer. But so I went in uh, as an enzyme guy, and uh, and then sort of, you know, branched out to doing all sorts of things. Okay. I often tell the story about going to the, my first boss. I'd been there about a year, and I said, you know, I'm not sure I'm satisfied in my job. And he said, Why is that, lad? And I said, well, I, you know, I'm a biochemist. I could be curing cancer. He said, do people like beer? I said, <laughs> I said yeah. yeah. And do they enjoy beer? I said, yeah. And do they want a good beer? Yeah. So you don't think it's important to ensure that they get a bloody good beer? I said, well, of course it's important. Well, so we'll bugger off <laughs> and get on with it. Yeah. So, so I buggered off and, and I got on with it. And here we are 41 years later. You know. So... I really like that you're telling this story too, because I I think about that sometimes, and you know that other people are out there doing like good in the world, and I'm like, I, what do I do? I just you know people just drink more because of me. No, uh, not necessarily drink more as long as they drink well and properly and, and yeah. responsibly, of course. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, it's it's it brings joy to people. Yeah. You know, and it's like any. You know, you say, well, you're a Shakespearean actor. You bring joy to some people. Not not that many, but you bring joy to them. And, uh, <laughs> right, yeah. And, and, you know, it doesn't make them any less important than, you know, people doing which uh, jobs that are ostensibly more important. Sure. So it's all part of life's rich tapestry. So, sure, it's, it's a great thing to be working on beer. Yeah, I love this. Uh, the, great. That's the pep talk I needed right yeah, there. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Wherever you go, go for it, young man. Yes, uh, yeah. Yes. 
Now, I, I would also say, and, and I, I hope you'll forgive me for, for bringing up age at all, but mm. I think that uh, for a person coming out of university when you did, there are few and far between that have had a long career in beer, is I guess what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, you've got to remember, I, you know, I got my PhD when I was 24. I was research manager for Bass when I was 31. So, okay. So I, I got certain early, an early start, should we say. You but, did, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I've been in a long time. Yeah, and, uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it is. And, and, um, and uh, some people say too long, but uh, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, it's 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 been good to me, and uh, and hopefully I've been good for it. How do you think the uh, UC Davis Brewing Program is doing since you've left? Fantastically well. Yeah? Yeah, people keep saying, oh, tough act to follow. The answer is ridiculous, you know. <laughs> and I, I probably said that in this room before, that, you know, I think it was Charles de Gaulle who said the graveyard is full of indispensable people. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> and, and life goes on. And there's, I've got a great successor. His name's Glenn Fox. Okay. Should have him on the show. Um, he's, uh, he's an Aussie. From Brisbane. Interesting. Um, his specialty is cereals, so he's he's a barley guy, really. Okay. So that's that's good because UC Davis are developing new barley varieties, malting barley varieties. Sure. Of course, they've got a strong relationship to the the craft malting industry in California and so on. So it's it's great. You know, life goes on. Do, and, does uh, UC Davis have something against hiring Americans? Because uh, there's Doctor <laughs> Lewis, there's Doctor Bamforth. Now there's what's his name again? Forgive me, Glenn Fox. Doctor Glenn Fox. Doctor Fox. Um, no, not really. It's uh, it just hap- happens that way. You're no, just smarter, aren't you? Uh, no, it just <laughs> it just happens that way. You okay. know, and uh, I don't know. If, you know, people say, uh, "Oh, the English accent," sort of, you know. It's, you know, it's, you sound smart, You're right? Yeah, it's more educational. There's yeah. a more educational air yeah. about you. Yeah, we, we just we just pronounce the words properly. But yeah. Apart from that, <laughs> sure, yeah. you know, like water. Did you? you yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw an extra you in there, and you're fine. Yeah. everything's all good. Did you have any say or in in your successor? I just got one vote. I mean, all the faculty got a vote. I um, see. So obviously, what was my role? I, I I've been around for a long time. I know the people across the world. Sure. So I I, I encouraged a few people to apply, mm-hmm. and some of them did, and uh, and the faculty voted for for Glenn, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glenn, Glenn's a, a super guy. Okay. Um, he's, he he rides bicycles, so he's great for for Davis. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I, I can't ride a bicycle, so I was completely the wrong person. But, uh, you you literally can't like balance I, I've on never, a bike. I've never ridden a bicycle in my life. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And I can't swim either. I never. Yeah. So. Wow. If you, if oh. you want to kill me, put me in a bike. <laughs> put you in a bike in a pool. In the yeah, pool. on an island, <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah, but um, yeah. well, you were just uh, oh, too too busy in, in with books drinking. Uh, yeah, doing too many other things, you know. Yeah, okay. um, but um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to go in the real story, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay. that's fair. <laughs> Did you party in college, Charlie? <laughs> Were you ever a partier? Yeah, people say people say to me, uh, I shouldn't really say this, but I will. Uh, what's your favorite beer? I say I never answer that question. I'm going to upset people, so I'll tell you my least favorite: Newcastle Brown Ale. Oh okay. my! And people say, "Well, why is that?" And I say, "Because." If you've ever had one too many, yeah, uh, yeah, and I had one too many one night, and yeah, it wasn't pre- pre- the chap I shared the room with thought I'd grown a beard. Or <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Isn't that dreadful? Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever told it so vividly before. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I parted. Yeah. I, I parted. But I... Okay. And so people say, oh, that's terrible. You know, you tell people to drink responsibly. And, of course, yes, yeah. do, because, you know, it's, it's important to drink responsibly. But, mm. you know, yeah. I, I learned from my error. Right. Well, and yeah. for for guys like us, for people like us, forgive me, who uh, like have a career in in the alcohol industry, it's yeah. almost even more important to drink responsibly. It's absolutely, you critical. can't get carried away. Mm-hmm. No, and, and and I don't think I've ever been in that situation ever since joining the industry because mm-hmm. um, it's so important that you, you you actually convey the right messages. And yeah. I've been all over the world of brewing loads and loads of times. I've been to meetings internationally on every continent, pretty mm. much every continent. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a paralytic brewer at a meeting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I just don't think you you, you 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 don't see that. No, I think you're right. And and in fact, I will say that uh, you know over the years, I've I've met a person or two uh, who just didn't last in the industry no. uh, due to that. You know, right. So right. You, you can kind of see that coming. It used to be the case that uh, when when I first came over here and people were interviewing for jobs, some of the larger brewing companies, there were three requirements. The first is. You had to be uh, prepared to work outside California. You know, there's, yeah. There, you know, the, the, there's, there's vacancies in Newark, New Jersey. Right. Um, uh, you uh, mustn't have had a DUI. Yeah. And you mustn't have anything interesting to detect uh, coursing through your veins by a sample from a sample of hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had people fail on two of those three. I don't think I ever had anybody fail all three. But, uh, yeah. Right. Two of the three, but the, the least likely. Uh, to fail on was the DWI, the yeah. uh, UI, whatever it's called. Sure, um, but um, it's it's a no no. It was an absolute no no. Yeah, uh, p- the big brewing companies wouldn't employ them. Yep. No, I think you're right. Yeah, gone are the days when like Augie Bush and the kids were out just you know doing it themselves. Yeah, I haven't so. been having the wheels shut out in St. Louis. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, anyway, that's. Okay. Moving on, moving on. So you retired from UC Davis, what, going on a year now, a little December more? December 2018. 2018, okay. okay. Happy anniversary. Thank you. And <laughs> what was your next move? Um, Sierra Nevada. Um, ah. so, so so Ken uh, Grossman, who I've known since I arrived here and is uh, a good friend, he said, Charlie, come and join us. And I said, Ken, I want to retire. And then he looked at me, and I thought, you know, all the wonderful things he'd done for UC Davis, as well as for the industry. Yeah. And I thought, I, I can't turn this guy down. <laughs> right. and, and he said, um, you can do as much as you, or as little as you want. Mm. I said, well, I'm not going full time. Uh, mm. And I don't think an hour a week would be sufficient. So basically, um, I, uh, I have a title, which is a senior quality advisor. Okay. So I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm contracted to Sierra Nevada. And... Um, Basically, it works out a lot of, lot of time in my office at home, but uh, I go to Chico about, about once a week. I'll be going up tomorrow. Okay. And, um, and the briefers, uh, Ken's exact words were, Charlie, tell me uh, what I need to hear, what, not what you want me to hear. Yeah. Uh, what I need to hear. And that's a great attitude, you know. Huh. Um, what does that mean? Well, you know, he, I think he's what such a legend. He's such a yeah. legend that mm-hmm. people don't, want to challenge him hmm. right they they, 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 they they're, they're scared of saying actually could we do this differently and he's he, he wants people to do that he wants right. people to you know and it, it's healthy i think that, that there are people who will say hey you know there, there is another way of, of thinking 
But he, I mean, he's such a legend, and, and, yeah. and I've said this so That's many times, yeah. <laughs> so many times that uh, that it, I, you know, it really is true that I, I, as we've said, I've been in the industry forty-one years, and he's legs, head and shoulders above everybody. Yeah, I mean, he, okay. He's an astonishing, astonishing chap. Um, whether it's uh, business skills or environmental responsibility or people skills or the, the technicality as well, there's nobody at Sierra Nevada knows more about. What goes on in the breweries than, than Ken? Then Ken, yeah, it, it, it's absolutely astonishing. Yeah, I, I'm just honored to be part of it. He's, he's a great company, a great guy. I, I've only recently started to get to know him a little bit, um, and uh, yeah, he's just a, a joy to be around. Also, he, he is. So and, he wanted help. It makes sense. You know, you, no one wants to be surrounded by by yes men, as they say. Um, you know, you need somebody who will be honest with you. Yes, that's right. And so, hundred <laughs> percent. That's very insightful. <laughs> Thank you, JP. Nobody but me, I just say, wants to be. So the idea, though, is you you are going in there and tasting beer for Ken and and helping him with quality control. Well, it's it's rather more than tasting. Probably tasting is the least uh, um, least of my activities there. Okay, but, but really looking analyzing, at, looking at the systems, looking at the way they do things, looking at. Uh, uh, part of it is, is training as well, looking at the people, looking at their uh, skills base, looking at how we might sort of advance them, develop them some more. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and really, a, a, you know, jack of all trades, a lot of communication. I do. I have a regular blog on the internal um, um, website there where I sort of, uh, you know, their equivalent of the internal Facebook where yeah. I put out messages about quality and so on. So just oh. generally, you know, championing the cause and uh, yeah. and uh, and doing all I can to uh, bring my experience and wisdom to to bear. So sure, so you're sort of like a talent scout in some ways too. It sounds like yeah, right? like who, well, who, yeah. who's good for promotion, who's good in this area. We can yeah, who I mean, looking at the systems, what they've got, yeah. you know, what what they might might considerably try to do differently or could do differently and yeah. Yeah. those sorts of things. Um, but it's like I said to him, you know, I, I can't imagine that I'll find anything drastically wrong. Well, and so that, that was a question I, I had for you, you know, without, you know, with taking privacy into, uh, you yeah. know, concern. Is there anything that you could talk about that, you know, hey, we we did find some areas to make a shift, you know? No. Um, y- yes, there are things that, that, that I've suggested, mm-hmm. uh, and we won't go into them because, you know. Fair, okay. Uh, um, but, um, uh, but nothing... Earth shattering. Sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing of the sort that you say. But that's you can't. I can't believe you're doing this. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. There's yeah. absolutely nothing like that. You yeah. Know? You you're know, picking nits. I'm not that. surprised to hear it. Um, not just because the beer is always so excep- exceptional, but but from what I've heard about uh, Ken in general, that he. Well, he's never really just rested on his laurels. He's constantly trying to improve. So it doesn't surprise me that maybe there wasn't something drastic, but that there were probably several areas to just continue to tweak and strive. And yeah, um, he, he he wants the best. Yeah, um, I mean, it's I say to people. People say, "What book should I read?" I say, "Well, just put Bamford in Amazon. You know, there's a wide selection there." But but really, seriously, read Ken Grossman. Beyond the Pale, yeah, because that is the most informative book that anybody who wants to be in craft brewing um, should read. Yeah, and, and the challenges of getting there, and you've only got to read that to realise that the guy's absolute commitment to doing it right. Right, I mean, it's, it's legendary that he's, the first beer he brewed, which actually was uh, stout, he poured the six batches, first six batches down the drain. 
because he, he wasn't happy with them and he didn't feel that it was of the quality or the consistency that, it, that he could put his name to. Yeah. I mean, mm. how many people do that? I mean, it's and, and, and that attitude... Not enough. <laughs> that yeah. attitude continues to this day. So it's got to be the absolute best. And the other story that's, that's legendary, and probably Ken's tired of hearing me say it, but... The very first words he ever said to me was, Charlie, what do you think of electron spin resonance spectroscopy? I mean, <laughs> so 20 years ago, I said, can, can I, can't, I can't spell it. You know, yeah. sh- sure as hell wouldn't buy it. And wow. Of course he did. Yeah. Because yeah. he wanted to make sure that every tool that was at his disposal to improve and get the best quality was yeah. in place. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've been uh, on your tour or your grand you know, yeah, they used to do that in England. You know, back in the day, the world, the Grand Tour. Yeah, um, I, I trust you're going to Mills River, and it'll be Coast. my first time, and it is on the list. Yeah, yeah and absolutely. Be, but, I mean, it's just, I mean, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. As you drive through the woods and drive through the forest, and there it is. Wow, I mean, it's astonishing, and that is a, a, a jewel. Yeah, it's a jewel, and and I've been all over the world, and I've not seen anything to compare with it. Yeah, wow. that, I've heard that. That says it all. You know, it yeah. really says everything. Yeah, and yeah, and this far into it, even at the, you know, I remember uh, maybe to, to JP or somebody when we were up at the Chico Brewery, we're in the restaurant, you know, and I looked up and the air ducts, the air conditioner, yeah, the HVAC yeah. ducts are copper, and I was like. Okay, that's really like that's when you just you know you sit down with your with your foreman your 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 contractor or whatever, yeah. and and he gives you your options and you just go oh just give me the most expensive shiny one that uh, that's good enough for my brewery and you you have copper ducting. Yeah. It, it, it almost it struck me as almost like um, I haven't been yet, but uh, my friend goes to Whiskeys of the World, like a big you know whiskey thing, like in, in San Francisco, big showcase, and you know drink all the trial stuff. And the way you get the really good stuff is you go to the people and you you start talking like you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then they look Mm -hmm. around and then they bring up a bottle from behind and they go, well, this is, you know, they don't have, they so so every, every, like, McAllen or whatever has all their wares up top. Okay. But they have special stuff for people who actually know. Right. That's what I think it was like. It's almost like Kim's like, what do you have? Yeah. Well, we have the stainless (laughs) and we have the, no, 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 no. What do you have? <laughs> <laughs> right. And I've heard that he, he, in this sense, spared no expense, you know, for, for the brewing side of things in, in Mills River, too. No, you know. I remember years ago, I took a, a, a representatives of a very, very large brewing company just to, to look at it, to show them um, how, how things were done. Yeah. And um, we flew back in the company plane afterwards. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, and they said it's very good. Yeah. Well, we couldn't do that. And I said, why couldn't you do it? Because we're answerable to shareholders. Yeah. And and the return on investment, it, mm. just, it just wouldn't make sense to yeah. invest all that money. But, of course, it's, it's a family business, and they just believe in, in doing it doing it right. Yeah. I think going public sort of ruins uh, the trajectory of a business, or it can, at it least can. sometimes, especially in stuff like this, or like Disney, they're public, they're beholden to shareholders, so everything gets price raised every year, They get there's ticket prices, and people are mad, or whatever, but you could never do that as a brewery. Yeah. Imagine a brewery raising their prices two times a year, or three times a year. Sure. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be possible. Yeah. I mean, they make good decisions. Yeah. They, they do make good decisions, they, but they make decisions that is best for the family, yeah, and by the family I mean the company, yeah, not just the, the you know Ken not just the Grossman, yeah, and, and the kids, the whole of the, the Sierra Nevada cause and the Sierra Nevada name, yeah, doing is, does that fit with the Sierra Nevada way of doing? Things? Sure, that's the fundamental decision, and um, and I know things that you know that 
some of the practices that I was used to in the British brewing industry. Good practices, but um, but relatively relatively. What's the word I'm looking for? Accelerating. Yeah. And I know no no way could I ever suggest though some of those things to Ken. He just wouldn't want that. Yeah. So there's a certain traditional way of doing things. That makes sense. And I, I don't think that. And why should it change? Because the, the, it works. Yeah. It, it works. clearly has worked. I was I talking to I think it was uh, Vinny up at Russian River, and he ma- he made a comment about this this very thing uh, about uh, Ken's dedication to quality right. and how how it's always been. And he he was talking about other brewers, talking about new brewers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vinny, forgive me if because uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but something essentially was Vinny was giving advice to some new brewers uh, about something that they could change on the quality side. Right. You know, maybe it was about uh, TPO or, or dissolved right. oxygen or something. And the brewers, the the answer was something to the effect of, "Well, you know, Vin, uh, we already sell every drop of beer yeah. that we make, so you know, yeah. why why do I need to spend this extra right. thing?" And 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 I believe Vinny's answer was, "You know, if if Ken Grossman uh, uh, felt that way, uh, yeah. we wouldn't have the Sierra Nevada that we know today." Do you think that he wasn't always selling every drop of beer he makes? Right. He was. He always was, and he still was constantly improving and that's the attitude that Vinny took on after learning from ken totally you know that it's it doesn't it's not enough that you're selling all your beer that's not enough no no it's got to be everything's got to be right i I took a party of students to a brewery in the south of england uh, about three or four years ago and i stood at the bottom with the students of a cylinder conical vessel and there was mold on the cone at the bottom There's, there's mold on the outside and I just looked at it. I was looking at it, and all the students were looking, smiling, and they're looking. What, what, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? Yeah. And this guy said, "It's clean on the inside." <laughs> I said, yeah. "You know, the blessed Ken Grossman would weep, mm-hmm. weep mm-hmm. to see that." Yeah. Because it's all wrong. Because yeah. that's just giving all the wrong messages. Right. You know, it's it's got to look right as well as be right. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Standards. It, it's 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 absolutely critical. It's great that he takes it so seriously because the craft industry needs examples like that. Oh, he's an absolute you champion. Know? But he's a champion for beer generally. Sure. And, uh, and uh, it, literally, it's, it's a delight to be there. So you're going there tomorrow. Give me an idea. What's a typical day for you when you go to the brewery? Well, I have a couple of meetings tomorrow. So I'll, I'll meet with uh, somebody who's on the training side because I've got various uh, suggestions and ideas of things I'll do in 2020 on the training Okay. Particularly at the more advanced levels and so on. And then we, ha- we have a meeting on, uh, on one of the products and uh, my suggestions for how to, uh, uh, one of the newer products, my suggestions and, and involvement in how to ensure that it's the, the right product and okay. looks and tastes right. And, sure. And so, um, well, so, go, go ahead and feel free to practice now and tell us what you're going to tell them. So that's my tomorrow. So yeah. you, don't, you, don't, you're not, you don't go spend time in the lab. That, that might not be a regular thing. No, no, me. you won't yeah. find me with a white coat on because I'm, yeah. you know, these hands don't work anymore. You know? Got it. <laughs> the intellect is vast, but the, the, <laughs> the, the brain is willing. But the, man, it, no, I don't know what the saying is. Anyway, no. but we, I get it. Yeah. No, I've never been very good in the lab. Uh, okay. I, I've always been more of an ideas guy. Yeah. When I was a young student and I was doing microbiology, they used to run guided tours past where I was doing this, 
you know, the aseptic work just to show how it was done wrongly. Wow, yeah. And, and, and how yeah. to improve. Follow yeah. Dr. Yeah. Bamford. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why it didn't work so well. There was just all these people coming by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, like a freak disturbing, show. You know? Disturbing right. the and, sanitary uh, yeah. nature so of I've your all, I've always been more of an intellect than I have yeah. a practical, <laughs> yeah, right. practical hands-on. So, so no, I, don't, I won't be. Sneezing? Do you, did you make it part of your contract that every time you have to go to Mills River, River the private jet is at your disposal? <laughs> no, uh, Ken yeah. was very good the first time we... Um, uh, we uh, actually, my wife it was, it was uh, my wife's birthday, so she came along as well. Oh, wonderful! Uh, you know, it was just great. I mean, you take your car, you park it in in, in the hangar at Chico, you get on the plane, you yeah, oh, you, you you put down to refuel, and then you you arrive at uh, Asheville, and and and, they, and Ken says, "There's the car for you." Wonderful! And, nice. and it, it, it's hard to do United after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but, I'm sure. But, but you know, the, there's nothing on the plane that would tell you. Yeah. Whose plane it was? Oh, really? You know, he's the colours are there, but it's just it's all very understated. Sure, he's not a very flashy guy. He is not. You know, he 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 does things because it's the right thing to do. But he is, and you know, all of the the stuff he's done over for the local community in recent times speaks to the fact that he genuinely and, and the family. They genuinely uh, want to do the best. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad you got that gig. That's a good. Uh, it is it's nice. good I'm, for you. I'm honored. So at least one more year. So um, okay. Yeah. And are you writing still? I am writing. So um, there's uh, there's a book about to appear. It'll appear in March called In Praise of Beer. Okay. It's Oxford University Press, and that's really targeted at the beer drinker, uh, not necessarily the expert beer drinker. Okay, um, but but those who want to understand beer but are a bit intimidated by it, so you know, messages on what to buy, how to buy, how to look after it, um, how beer is made, different styles of beer, uh, the business of beer, why beer is healthy in moderation. All wow, those things. I see. Then there's a uh, the the sixth in that. Uh, I do a series of the ASBC quality series. So there, there's been foam, flavor, freshness, color, and clarity. Um, and quality systems, and the last one's on safety and wholesomeness. Okay. And uh, I'm also writing a soccer book. Really? And, um, <laughs> nice. Because I've been writing about soccer for, for well, since 1985. I remember you saying that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually uh, co-writing, I'm ghostwriting technically, the, uh, the autobiography of a, a guy called Alan Hinton. Uh, Alan, uh, if there's any l- listeners in Seattle, um, Alan is a legend thereabouts. He uh, he was the coach at the Seattle Sounders back in uh, 1980, okay, um, and uh, later, and uh, still ambassador for the club. He played for my team in England, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Mm-hmm. He was actually playing in the very first game I ever watched in 1962. Really? Oh. And then he went to Nottingham Forest, played with Derby County under Brian Clough when they won the championship. Played for England. Wow. Um, then there was a tragedy in his life, terrible tragedy. But so he came over to Dallas, and then. Vancouver and uh, and uh, where did he go then? Uh, Seattle. Uh, no, he went to Tulsa and then Seattle. And uh, just an amazing guy. Um, and did you are you did you choose this project because you're such a fan? Um, what happened was he he had another guy he was working with, um, and uh, this guy had to back out of it. So he contacted me and said. Would you be interested in in working with Alan Hinton in his autobiography? Which is a bit like saying, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you know. Would you like to sort of? Yeah. I, I would don't you, know. Would yes. you like to work with Ken Grossman? Yeah, yeah. right. Something like that. Yeah. Very much like that. And I said, yes, please. I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> Wonderful. And, and so it's just amazing. We 
we do most of it by Skype, uh, but uh, my wife Diane and I went up there just two or three weeks ago and spent time with uh, Alan. Just, just, it's it's magnificent. Is so that I, the first time you've met him? Actually, first time I met him in person. In person, yeah. okay. Yeah. So I, I write, I, I do a lot for a website called Wolves Heroes. So I've interviewed and met all sorts of players over the years. I see. Um, but um, and I've written one book before on on beer. Okay. Not on yeah. uh, football. Uh, on football. Okay. Yeah. Football. Very good. Yep. Um, this was about Wolverhampton Wanderers goalkeeper. So of course, Alan was a left winger. Um, and more, I've, I've interviewed lots of other players um, while I've been doing this, people he used to play with, and several of them have said he basically was uh, the best crosser of a ball wow. ever. Jeez. Better than Beckham. Okay. Wow. But I, I wanted to call it better than Beckham, but, you know, uh. <laughs> you, you know all about it. I, I don't want to get sued. You know? yeah, yeah. It's no fun getting sued. It's yeah. not no. fun. So, no. So we ain't going to call it that. Now, right. so th- this having been your first time meeting him in person, um, d- did you fanboy? Where, did you gush? Were you <laughs> nervous? Did you cry? Did you weep openly? <laughs> I, 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 was, I was nervous before I got there, but he quickly put my, my ease. Uh, Wonderful. So he's just a very uh, natural guy. Okay. And he is a legend in Seattle. I mean, you know. Yeah. Everybody calls him coach, no okay. matter where you go. Wherever you, okay. Hi, coach. How are you doing, coach? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, of course, wonderful. the wonderful timing is that uh, they just won the, the MLS Cup. So, um, And I, I, I met up with the current coach, Brian Schmetzer, and I said, you know what I was doing while I watched the game on TV? I was doing the ironing. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was in England, so okay. I, I, yeah. and she was about to get back, so I was doing the ironing. <laughs> and, um, and so I watched this this Seattle Sounders game, and, and before I knew it, I was in the celebration event in Seattle a couple of weeks later. Wow, uh, oh, fantastic! Which was just very special. That's very, great. Very special. You're a lucky guy, Doctor Bamforth. Yeah. Doctor Charlie, <laughs> Doctor Bamforth. <laughs> you know, I feel like I mean, well, I think good things happen to good people, but I feel I, I'm. I sense from you that you feel uh, grateful for for the careers that you've had oh, as well. T- totally. I mean, uh, absolutely. Uh, very grateful and, and thankful to a lot of people. Uh, you know, nobody does things without um, having a lot of support and help. And there are people at various times in my career that n- nudge me in the right direction, including the guy who told me not being a silly bugger and get on <laughs> and with it. Get on with it, yeah. Um, but, you know, the guy who took me to Bass and the guy who took me to Harriet Watt and, sure. and the, other, the other things as well. And, and my wife. I mean, absolutely amazing support from... Uh, from Diane, Charles and Diane from England. Yeah, of course, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. In praise of beer, when can people expect this? I I believe it's coming out in March. You can can pre-order it on the usual places. Okay, probably Amazon um, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, one or two nice comments. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen that, are, you know, in advanced copies. Yeah. Um, so uh, I must have missed the email where you asked me to write the foreword. It's probably I, in the spam. I'm, I'm disappointed because I told the publishers that I was coming here this week and they should send you uh, something yeah. in advance, you know, and they haven't done that. So, ah, you know, can't I'm, even get a signed copy. It, pull the book. Emotion. But you know the thing I'm hoping for is that this one, if they, if they, want, it, if they want it on, on uh, uh, recorded, Version. Yeah, I hope they're going to ask me this time. There we go. Because I got two previous books, and they're written, they're read by somebody with a very pronounced American accent. No, uh, no, 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 and, no. And I'm thinking, no. You're talking <laughs> about beer. You you have to have the educational accent. Ooh. And Charlie has a great radio voice. Yes. Oh, he so totally it's, does. They're, they don't know Basie, what they're missing. I think gravelly. Yeah. 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 No, you got to you got to read your own. Did I tell you that I was I used to ex- uh, grade the examinations in England for for a while, 
uh, for 10 years actually, and I'd never met the woman in the office before. And I used to phone her up and say, you know, the results will be with you very, very soon. Eventually, I met her and she said, do you know something? I said, what? She said, you're better looking over the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the face for radio. Hi. And, and my wife said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how she met you as well? <laughs> yeah, she, she's my biggest critic. Oh, no. I, 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 was, I, I was with um, my good friend Terence Sullivan. I do, we do, we're doing yeah. a lot of filming, actually, with Terence. Um, for the 40th anniversary next year. Oh, yeah. Oh. So Terence and I are busy recording certain snippets and so on at the moment, which is great. Cool. But years ago, Terence and I were doing a, a thing in Sacramento, Sacramento Beer Week, and all the a lot of the women from Sierra Nevada were there, and I was was talking as well. And halfway through, this woman with a very low cut dress came along, <laughs> and she draped herself all over me. Wow. And she said. Could I have your autograph, please? Wow. I said, yeah, sure. And so she bent over and I gave her the <laughs> And she said, do you know something? I said, what? She said, you're seriously cute. Ah. And seriously cute. Seriously well, cute. And damn. then she disappeared. And all these women from Sierra Nevada were, they were, oh, that's awful. And, and Diane smiled and said, she's drunk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, you know, I, there's no, I don't have any false... <laughs> understanding of anything uh, like that. I well I, I feel like in your career you've done so much you need someone to ground you that's right yeah well, she, she does she, that. she's your anchor Take so while we're, on, while we're on the subject of saying what i've been doing as well there's yeah. another thing coming out early in the new year okay and that is one of these great courses i don't you ever see them advertised in the newspaper you know they have you know all, all about the bible and about art and about all these different things mm. literature and so on yeah. well that, the beer one we just recorded that Oh, so we oh, did wow. half of it in uh, the studios in, in Virginia, uh, but the other half at Mills River. Okay. And uh, so apart from me, there's lots of good people on there. Um, Brian Grossman's uh, talking on there. Uh, Scott Jennings, Liz Huber, the quality manager. And I, I, we did a, a beer dinner with uh, Jessie. The, she's a cordon bleu chef. She okay. She runs the restaurant at, uh, at Mills River. So we're doing the five-course beer pairing dinner and so on and so forth. Wow. So that, that will be coming out, I think, also in March. And what is that called? Well, Great Courses. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's everything you need to know about beer or something like that, I think it's called. Got it. But it'll be advertised in the, you know, in the newspapers. They always advertise, you know, $399 reduced to <laughs> 66 you know, <laughs> Of course, yeah. Um, but, and if you buy now. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll give you two. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> yeah what do I, I need two for? <laughs> Doesn't matter. So, so that'll be coming out as well. So, uh, yeah. Wonderful. I've been busy. You are keeping very busy. Mm. I feel like you should relax a little bit. Maybe. Well, I'm relaxed as well. You don't golf or anything? Why? <laughs> <laughs> do you have Do you have a hobby besides writing about soccer? I mean, I, I know that's not even that's a profession, but I feel like that for you, it no, feels like my, a hobby. That's me, my, my, my relaxation. Yeah, I do a bit of babysitting, though, not as much as my wife does. Okay, uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't golf. I don't fish. Are okay. you available to hire for babysitting? Because no. I would love to have. Oh, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah, no, four yeah. is ample. <laughs> um, right. But, uh, no, no. That's uh, soccer is my relaxation. Okay. Yeah, you know, it takes me away from the okay the beer. So, what would you say? You know, you used to get to do this every day with your students. Right. Um, you know, what do you? What's your sense about craft beer now? If you had a couple of your students in front of you and and they told you, uh, Doctor Bamforth, I want to open a brewery one day too, a craft brewery. What, what would you say to them right now? Laughter. Well, well first of all, I'd say, will you stop calling me Dr. Bamford? <laughs> <laughs> Your students called you Dr. Bamford, no, didn't they? No, no, I refused. Oh, I, really? I, I, oh, I didn't know that. I know there are some educators that insisted on it, but I didn't. I see. I, okay. I, I, you know, 
Yeah, I said, don't call me Mr. Bamford. That really pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, at least to get like, it right. Call me yeah. Charlie. But, you know, but, yeah. um, <laughs> so I, I, I would say, first of all, um, what's the business model? Mm-hmm. Um, are you brewed enough to make a living? Have you got an outlet for it? Yeah. Somewhere to sell the beer? Have you got a good structure? Uh, the second thing is um, quality is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you understand that um, people want quality. And we know it now, too. We're educated. Uh, the consumer is yeah. smart enough now to know the difference. Yeah. Um, and then, then I would have difficulties because I, you know, I'm torn between what I see is happening and what is doing well. Okay. And what personally feels comfortable <laughs> okay. inside, for example. Um, uh, there are many people these days going into the, sort of the alcoholic seltzers and all these things. Yeah. I'm, I'm, mm. not, I'm not a fan. You uh, think that's a, tr- a passing trend? Or? I... I, I, I um, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and and you've got to remember that back in the day when I was at Bass, we were responsible. I was uh, responsible for new product development. So I had a team working for me. And we made these uh, alcohol, flavored alcoholic drinks. Okay. And um, so I've been there and done it. Uh, we, the, we came out with one of the first. It's called Hooper's Hooch. Hmm. Um, and um, let's not kid ourselves. Um, they were targeted at young young people. Yeah. And, and I... I, it, it never s- sat then and doesn't now very comfortably with me. I see. Um, equally, I'm not a big fan of, of different recreational items coming yeah. together in the same glass. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is going to happen. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that doesn't make it twice as simple. It makes it four times as, I see. as, yeah. as, as, as a challenge to people. Um, and I, I would also... You know, I've, I've urged people to sort of celebrate malt hops, yeast, and water. You know, yeah. I think there's still a lot of mileage there. I have no difficulty with using sensible materials at a time on it, but I'm not a big fan of of, of bizarre and wacky components. Sure. Um, but you know, I was I said such a thing in London a couple of years ago, and I was described as a luddite. Oh uh, no, uh. you're a complete luddite. Wow. Um, yeah. So. You know, I I didn't I would not have predicted, and I I was a bit critical early on, as I think some other people are of hazy beers. Yeah. <laughs> These days, I just keep my eyes shut. <laughs> um, yeah. Because the, yeah. Some of the flavors are great. I agree with you. And yeah. um, so hazy beer on on a scale of of, of my the scale of uh, total acceptance through to total rejection. Yeah. Hazy beers would be nowhere near total rejection, but they wouldn't be total. They're not total acceptance to me. I understand. Um, mm-hmm. But. But uh, I can't. I, I've looked at the numbers and I've seen what is selling and what is doing well. And yeah, yeah. Who, who would I be to challenge that? Sure. So, uh, yeah. but equally, I know that alcoholic seltzers are doing very well. Um, I just uh, those that to me is not beer. Yeah. Uh, even though it's there for tax reasons of beer, it's not beer to me, and therefore. If I had my way, I'd tax them through the roof. <laughs> and, and you, and it sounds like maybe you worry that they're, uh, that marketing to a younger crowd is 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 morally suspect. I'm not a fan of it. I I, I, I think that uh, it's it's uh, responsibility is very important. I, I told you what I said mm-hmm. about Newcastle Brown earlier on, and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> confession times and so on. We've all been there. We've done something like that. Yeah. But to actually overtly go out. Um, and position products at, at um, what I might might describe as a less mature audience. Yeah, uh, I think is is not healthy. 
healthy and using the word healthy to position them as a healthier option to beer. Yeah, right. I, think I have a big is, problem with that too. It is really mm-hmm. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's low calorie. I mean, come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. Low calorie means be- means healthy. Right. It's yeah. taking... the only scale that we have well, for health is calories. Right. Well, yeah. it's kind of bullshit anyway that it's really low calorie. Whoa, like, Teresa. Almost all the calories in an alcoholic beverage come from the alcohol. The alcohol. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they can do the low carb thing, but the low calorie thing yeah, is yeah. a little suspect. I, I have a low yeah. carb story years ago, uh, from years ago, for, from a um, guy from Anosa Bush contacted me. He said, uh, have you read the South Beach Diet? I said, no. He said, you need to read more. Um, yeah. And he said, it, it says beer is the worst thing you can put inside you oh because God. it's got the worst carbohydrate of all, maltose. Okay. So I wrote to uh, Dr. Agatson. I said, have you ever heard of fermentation? Uh, because <laughs> the maltose is converting to alcohol. Yeah, alcohol is a main source of calories, but it ain't maltose. Right. So they, they, they then said, uh, due to recent research, <laughs> we can rescind the ban on beer. You know? Recent. And, and what, are they, what did AB do in the interim? They brought out Michelob Ultra. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and marketed it as low carb. And I said, that's dumb. You, you market something as low carb, that means everything else presumably is high carb. Right. Irrespective of whether it is or it isn't. Yeah. Um, so. It's marketing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I, I had the problem years ago in Bass, you know, suggesting come out with organic beer. And yeah. they said, one of your dumber ideas, Charlie, because if you say this is organic, somehow better, what about the rest of our products? Are they not, they're not as good? Yeah. 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 So it, it, and then Sam Smith has a, giant, oh, a whole line of organic beers, and it, they seem to be doing pretty well. Sam Smith, yeah. yeah. The only brewery I've ever been denied access to. Oh, really? They won't let anybody in there. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're trying to hide. Yeah, that worries me. I don't know what they're trying to hide, but they, they never. They they just don't. They're very secretive. Okay. Mm. They're very very secretive. I love that mm. brewery. I have so many memories of of that brewer just drinking that nut brown, the nut brown, and oatmeal yeah. stout. And thank God, can we just we'll go on a tangent real fast? That sure. they they don't have clear bottles anymore. Mm. That their beers are now in brown bottles because I can. I didn't buy even know again. they were still around. Oh my oh, god, they, they used to be in clear bottles. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. Remember. It yeah. was uh, a, a very uh, Russian roulette. Kind of <laughs> where you go. Well, because going to Bevmo and you're 25 yeah. and you don't know any better, you're like, oh, this is um, not good. Yeah, but the next one might be good. Yeah. So, you know, our friend uh, Dan Gordon used to make a light beer, uh, not because he wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think at the time his uh, his partners or something sort of forced him to. Yeah. And I I remember asking him once, I was like, you know, what do you, what do you do to make a light beer? <laughs> and he goes, I just add water, man. <laughs> <laughs> like he literally just dilute. Uh, he's like, I make a pilsner, and then I add water, <laughs> and I end up with a low. You know, he just dilutes it, and it was my. It was just my favorite simple. Like, and he was saying, basically, he was saying, like, in other words, don't buy into all that bullshit. Just yeah. you know what? Have a handful less chips while you drink your beer, and you're probably going to be okay. You yeah. know, less junk food while you're drinking. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the main part of it. Yeah, a beer drinker versus wine drinker. A wine drinker eats lettuce leaves. Beer drinker eats <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I yeah. just—I was having a glass of Chardonnay the other night, and my—I ran out of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> right, That's, it was a bad night. Yeah. Now, will we in any time in in the near future, maybe even let's call it my lifetime, um, <laughs> will we see another Sierra Nevada or a New Belgium? Will, we, will will we see another large regional craft brewer that can make it to that size without, uh, you know, being bought? For in example, the next five years, no. You know, <laughs> yeah, my, my life, yeah. Um, I hope so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Crooked Lane, that'd be a great. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm really yeah, working on it. Uh, it seems unlikely to me. 
It's, it seems unlikely to me. I didn't mean crooked lane, that by the way. I mean, it was amazing. Yeah, I was, I was back like here that. by myself, and I was like, oh, damn. Dick move. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. It, it really does need a, a special set of circumstances, you know? Yeah. And, of course, he, Ken was a pioneer at the time when, you know, you couldn't buy a brewery from a, a catalogue on that scale, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He had to make his own. Yeah. So everything... Everything was done in, in a different way. So, and then it just grew and grew and grew. Mm-hmm. So to, for somebody to start from scratch now and, and get to that scale without either merging or acquiring or being acquired, so I, 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 can't, I can't think how it's going to happen. But I do yeah. want to tell you that I consider Teresa one of my success stories. Ah. She, she came on one of my one-week classes. So yeah. And I'd like to think I taught her all she knows. But, <laughs> uh, well, you yes, know what? Yes. I, I honestly, I will take it because... You know, he's. We're all talking about fanboying, fan. Well, fanboying. Yeah, you can. So fanboy, I'm it's the right. biggest fangirl of this guy. I have this. I have this picture on my phone. I asked for um, one of my friends at the CCBA because Charlie's your home screen. No, well, Lock now screen. I mean he could, home. He, yeah. could be, he could be now. Yeah. Um, so a few years ago at the summit, this is actually not the picture I was trying to get because there's one that's even better. But here I am in the front row. I'm uh, because so I'm Charlie's just, up on stage. Yeah. Charlie's on stage. I'm like front and center, just laughing at every joke. Oh yeah, you are. You're, you're yeah. like, oh Charlie, you're so funny. <laughs> oh, and, you. and I, I, I got to watch you. Here, I actually heard bit. Charlie speak before I ever worked in beer. Really? Yeah. So so oh, yeah. once upon a time I worked in biotech and I was at the um, the um, ASMS. Oh yeah. You spoke at a um, associate. Oh, uh, what is it? American Society of, American Society of Mass Spectrometrists. Oh, there's a society. That yeah. sounds fun. So the little company I work for had a booth there, so I was there. And I walk in, and he is the keynote speaker. And I showed up a little late, and I step in the door, and the the topic is why beer is greater than wine. Okay, <laughs> yeah. As it would be. Yeah. And I was, I was like, blown away. Blown away. Yeah. So... I'm the biggest fan. Well, and you know that she's California Brewer of the Year. I do know that. Yeah. And I'm taking all the credit. (laughs) As you should. Congratulations, Charlie, for her win. Thank you so much. You're welcome. welcome. Don't give me the thing. I'll lose it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's a great photo, though. Charlie speaking to the crowd, and you're right there, right up front. I am. Every time. Every time he speaks, I sit in the front, and I'm like, oh. I must have shared wisdom fall. No, it's more like spittle that's been sharing all over. <laughs> no, I, it's, mm. it's a little awkward, honestly. But I'm I'm a huge fan of you. I, I really appreciate all you've done for craft beer and craft brewers and mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I was just, up in Portland. I appreciate once. you. It was I don't know. I was getting a flight home. It was five thirty in the morning, and I, I could sense somebody's eyes on me. Yeah, and I looked at this guy looking at me, and he stood up and he said, "It is, isn't it?" <laughs> Who? He said, Pope of Foam. Oh, wow. I said, yeah. He said, where are you going? I said, home. Get over it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect response. Oh, man. 
Uh, what was the you talking? What's the word you were looking at? Uh, you were fawning around people. Anyway, there you the, go. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. You fan. He fanboyed. fanboyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, over you. Yeah. The Pope of Foam. He even yeah. he went that far. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. Like that. <laughs> but it, it backfires sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I got a, a message to an email. Uh, I'd written something about um, uh, cask casks in in uh, England. Sometimes on the back of the bar, you know, so actually sitting there just just you know tapped on the back of the bar. And this guy challenged it. Mm. And there was an exchange of emails. And he was getting increasingly irate. And then finally, his last email said, well, actually, I've never heard of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, I like when it goes that way. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. That's great. Sometimes uh, listeners will fuck with me and they'll, they'll see me like at the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah, yeah. And they'll go, hey, hey, hey. Um, can we take a picture? Can we take a picture? And I go, Yeah. And then they hand me their phone to take a picture of them with their girlfriend or something, their <laughs> wife. And I'm like, oh, you fuckers. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been in wedding albums. I remember a, a Japanese guy, he was on his honeymoon. Really? And he said, my wife would like a photograph uh, of you and me together for our album. Said, wow. <laughs> I mean, this guy's wedding album. Yeah, <laughs> you never met. Bizarre. Wow. His yeah. wife too kept. See, now, if you were working in research in some kind of yeah, yeah, nuclear physics capacity, yeah. capacity nobody is going to want no. their picture no. taken with no. you. Right. No. So. No. Yeah, so even, you know, you know Jamil uh, Zanishev. Uh, uh, yes, yeah, vaguely, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know Jamil. Yeah. Uh, he was, he is famous in the programming world. He worked yeah. for um, Adobe, actually before it was Adobe, he worked for some other, anyhow, he was telling me that he would get flown to these conferences around the world, and he because he's pretty famous now through the Brewing Network and stuff, right, yeah. at the beer stuff. He was like, it's nothing compared to these tech conferences I would go to. Really? He had this weird, like, famous, he was a famous programmer. Huh. Uh, but you, I'm saying that you're right. Other than in these little, like, you know, niche things, uh, if you're good at anything else, no one ever knows your name. Right. Um, but there's something about beer. Oh, it's yeah. so democratic or something right. that it just you know, uh, yeah, people become well, fans. I think know? it's it's more approachable. Yeah. It's, it's very much more blue collar than obviously um, programming. But right. another thing Jamil's famous for is he developed some sort of like a trigger or some mechanism in paintball guns. Oh, that's right. To fire semi-automatic, and the company he developed them for gave him like a gold-plated. This is a story I heard from Chris Graham. Yeah, a gold-plated. Paintball gun. Paintball gun, yeah. Because of that. So the, this cat has done numerous shit. That's it's very true. Weird. Every field he goes into, he has he to. He does a very uh, good yeah, job. Yeah. yeah. And I think it huh. partially is, he, like we're talking about Ken Grossman, he's very focused on the quality. He cares, he's going to yeah. do it. He's going to do it right. He'll right. experiment and have fun. But if it's released to the public, it has to be right. on point. But yeah. I think with beer, um, it's very approachable. And, and, and for the reason Charlie is so famous and, and people uh, you know bond with him yeah. instantly is because – he brings the knowledge to an approachable level. Yep. Where even dummies like you and me, we get it. Yeah. Or smart people like Teresa, we can all understand it. We can all we can all feel like we're equal. It's true. Yeah. That's why we keep inviting Charlie back That's because right. he makes us feel less dumb about right. ourselves. Yeah. He's, our own, he's our own. He's our own Tony Robbins. Yeah. I'm just really hopeful he'll start a like fourth career and. Stand-up comedy or something. Yes, yeah. I think I think that could be a successful avenue. I've been roasted in at the comedy club in Sacramento. Oh, and they God, where were we for that? I go go in there. I go in there and they say, Charlie. Um, actually, you keep it straight. We're we're the guys who are going to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So please, you you keep it straight. (laughs) (laughs) Talk you out of it. Dumb it down. (laughs) 
No. Yeah. Huh. Of course not. No. Nah. No. Why would you I? know what I think you need, Charlie, yeah. is a, a, po- week? a podcast. Oh, uh, oh podcast. for sure. You know, yeah. probably on the Brewing Network, for example. <laughs> I feel like you need your own show to round out your illustrious career. Yes, maybe. When you're done at Sierra Nevada, we'll, you call me. We'll talk. <laughs> I pay nothing, and uh, and you work really hard. Sound good so Well, I'm far? used to working hard, and, and, and I was in university, so I didn't really do it for the money. Right. Exactly. Great. We're a perfect fit. Well, anyway, I was paid well at Bass, but there you go. I gave all that up to A long time ago, To go too. and educate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or as my, my wife's father used to say, I was educated to the height of ignorance. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Perfect. That's, that's the great thing about people in England. They, you know, they, you keep your feet on the ground, you know? Yeah. You have to. Yeah, I, remember, I remember an uncle of mine said... Uh, well, you're still at school then. When are you going to do a proper job, you know? Wow. And, and I was at a family wedding once, and, and I heard one of my aunts say, um, actually, it was a funeral. Um, <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you Anyway, she said, that's, that's Charles, you know, Charles, my nephew. He's a professor. We've never had one of those in the family. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Is your is your wife retired? Um, she's been retired basically since she arrived here. Oh, I see. No, okay. um, no, she was a trained nurse in England or a health visitor, but that's a long thing to explain what they are. Okay. So she never actually um, uh, practiced as a nurse here, but she sure. did do a lot of work for uh, non-profits. And she's a volunteer. She's a professional volunteer. So, okay. Uh, so she's... She's the person who does all the good work. She's, sure. She's, she's done a lot for a lot of people. But then I, I guess I'm just asking, too, because she makes sure that you get out of the house and keep busy. So oh, yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she, yeah but it. she's on my case. Yeah. Um, <laughs> does she not, in all seriousness, does she not think, hey, Charlie, do you, maybe you want to slow down a little and relax? Does she ever say that? Uh, she's not said it recently. Okay. Um, but she, as I say, I think I'm going to have to start losing a bit of weight soon. And, uh, okay. He keeps using words like personal trainer. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. You can't go full stop with that. You got uh, you got baby steps, Charlie. Yeah, baby steps. No yeah, personal so, trainer. No. So, I, I, so maybe she is actually trying to kill me off. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No, I think she is. I think she's got. She thinks the balance is about right at the moment. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right. But. Uh, Okay. Uh, we've been married. How long have we been married now? Since 1976. So Is that right? 43 years. Yeah. yeah uh, oh, the year awesome. before I was born, you got married. Really? Yes, sir. Hello, son. I, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, Charlie. Yeah. It would be great. Yeah. you imagine if you had a failure of a son like me, Charlie? <laughs> After your illustrious career? Yeah, you, you, need one, you need one black mark on your, on your life, you know, and it, it would be me. You would inherit textbooks. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. The thing you need the most. I can't even read. Yeah. <laughs> you never taught me. You were never there. You're always, you're always teaching other kids about beer. Yeah. But not me about love. Uh, you see, it's things like that, you see, it makes you feel really, really old. Because you, know? mm, you, yeah. you don't look young, do you, really? Well, I do not. I know. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think he's looked young for 20 years. I really yeah. haven't. I am a kind of a disaster myself, so yeah. I should make you feel young, frankly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I must have told the story before going into the Gordon Beers place at San Francisco International Airport, and they carded me. 
Oh, really? Yeah, and I said, how badly do you think I'd live, for God's sake? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm definitely going on 60, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, Charlie, it's uh, wonderful, as always, to speak with you. Always a pleasure to be here. In praise of beer, you can uh, you can buy it pre-sale now, um, yep. and uh, it's coming out in March. Yep. And then the the TV show again, sorry, the episode? The, uh, the Great Courses. Thank you. Great Courses. So they'll, they'll start advertising that soon. You can look for That's that. That's the thing. You, you know, they, they advertise. Them on, on the web, obviously, but also uh, you get them in your every good newspaper will carry. There we go. An advertisement for that. And the football book. And the uh, book that we're not sure when the publishing is going to be. Okay. We're dotting the i's, crossing the t's. So sometime that will go to the publisher in uh, uh, 2020. Okay. Hopefully earlier in 2020, and uh, we're hoping it's going to be a big seller. In the Midlands of England, but uh, mm-hmm. also obviously in Seattle, and sure. Vancouver, and other places. In celebration and of Liverpool winning the cup, uh, there we go, baby. <laughs> uh, wrong team, I'm afraid. But <laughs> that's how, uh, and it's not called it's Better right. Than Beckham. It's not going to be called Better Than no. Beckham at the moment. The working mm-hmm. title is uh, Triumph and Tragedy. Okay, yeah. uh, there was mm-hmm. a terrible tragedy in, in Alan and Joey's life, um, and um, but they they came to America, and uh, it's uh, it's been a wonderful journey for them. For them, sure. That's going to be called Doing Better Than David is what it is. (laughs) Sounds like a good read, actually. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm thrilled with that. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, and, and Alan, I think Alan's thrilled with it, too. So it's, Good. It's been, a, it's been a great experience. Well, That's what awesome. more could you ask? That's yeah. awesome. Well, Charlie, I feel like you've done it all. You know, you've, <laughs> you've, you've done it all. No, I've never ridden a bike. but uh, Except for swim and ride a bike. I yeah. happen to have a bike outside. <laughs> Let's... Yeah. No, no. no. I, 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 teach, I used to teach adults how to swim. So, oh, you know, wow. let me know. Wow. I, the bike thing sounds like a phobia to me. I don't know if there's a word for bike phobia, but you have it. I can tell. I think it's bike phobia. <laughs> yeah. like that. Or, or four wheel philia. Okay, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, Charlie, the great Charlie Bamford. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Of course, you're welcome back anytime. And what I would like to do, uh, I will exchange email afterward uh, because I'd like to uh, book the, the new professor at UC Davis on, as you yep. suggested, too. Absolutely. I think I'd be a, a fun fun to talk to him. Hey, well, he's got an Aussie accent, but so if you need me as well, I'll do the translation. I will need a Translator, yeah, that one's even worse. Yeah. That Just don't talk about cricket. That's okay, the- <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave. I'll leave that alone. All right, folks, we are going to take ourselves uh, a quick break, and um, when we come back, I believe we've got a, a couple special visitors oh. to hang out with us for our last show of 2019. This is a surprise of yeah. the decade of the decade. There, our oh. last show of the decade. Interesting. All right, hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. Hey, motherfuckers, this is Doug from fucking Society. You're listening to the session on the fucking Bruin Network. Fuck you. Thanks, Dougie. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'll turn my own microphone on now. Uh, Blame Dougie. His yeah. poor language there. We miss you, Dougie. Fall, I've had two of, of, of Society Harlot tonight, Same. so that's probably the so problem. So good. Yeah. 
And I just switched to Pliny because I'm a glutton for punishment or something. I don't know why. <laughs> just ratcheted up another notch. Yeah. Why not? Not, not that it's not a wonderful you know, beer. I'm just ratcheting up. Exactly. It's a holiday season. Go for 8%. So a little surprise for you all. You know, a listener had written in uh, not too long ago, and they said, um, if I could ask for something for Christmas, it would be to bring back the crew and update us on what they're up to. So joining us in the studio right now, Nathan Smith is here. That's right. Where did they unearth all these people? That's right. At in the, the graveyard. And <laughs> lo and behold, Doc is also back in his the chair. Doctor Scott, everybody. I'm glad you gave me my own chair. You got your, yeah, you get your own chair back. Yeah, feels uh, good. Uh, Shimke's here. Boo. Uh, <laughs> Boo. Is yes. that thing working? Let's Cheers see. for Kim. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. Try again. Yeah, Try again. That's too bad. Sorry, yeah. Oh, it's trying to work. It's yeah. really trying to work. It would rather not work than be used by Kim Shinsky. Who sabotaged Kim's <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Try again. Oh, oh, mean. Yeah. Actually, it could be anybody's guess. Yeah. I think it's working, kind of. Yeah, it's well, sort of she, working. We were using that one. Oh, it's God, in yeah, and out. it's I blame the person who did the water. Some things never change, right, Doc? Yep, exactly. All it's right, like you're going to have to share again. with, uh, <laughs> with Pasuti then. I don't want to mess with that thing. Gotta rewire the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, good. And then I turn you off? No, yours, that's on. Okay. Is that on? Try it. Are we on? Yeah, there you go. Okay, I'll just have to crank it up. All right. Enough of that nonsense. Welcome back to the studio, gentlemen and lady. We miss it. Yeah. It's great. It's been a while since we've had you on the session, right? Um, you've helped out with Hop and Brew School a little bit, Nate. Yeah, that show's great. Thank um, you. Yeah. yeah. That's a, you, the, the attentive listeners will hear me from time to time on that show, but it's been a minute since I've been on, on this right. show. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Thanks for coming all the way out here. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. And uh, and Doc, back in his uh, his own chair. Yeah, feels good. Uh, we, so we need we need updates, but first, got to take care of a sponsor real quick. That warmth you feel in the seat? Um, it's Charlie Bamforth warmth. Yeah, I Saw the back of his head. Yeah, or yeah. Charlie Band warmth. Yeah, or Charlie Band warmth. Yeah. We've had two doctors in that chair tonight. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wow. How far have we come? <laughs> when, <laughs> what other website, what other podcast can can say two doctors None. on the same show? Not one. Yeah. Neither of them can tell me if I'm having a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, All right. Hey, real quick, uh, don't forget about the wonderful Duke Cannon. Um, That's right. This this segment is sponsored by uh, Duke Cannon Country, where eggnog is served spiked and without the eggnog. Do you want to know a secret? Yeah. I have not used Duke Cannon soap since the last time we talked about it. That's how long since I've taken a shower. I was going to say, because yeah. you haven't showered? Because I haven't showered. You haven't showered in a week. I'm just kidding. This is a wow. I thought it would be funny to say. No, I wow. used it on Saturday, and it was very good. No, I don't believe you. This is like a point of pride <laughs> yeah. with you now, I think. Well, you're the, you know, you're the best. You're in the best position to determine that, because we are sitting next to each other. give a sniff test. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we might need a smell test. So I, I though, have gone the weekend without oh, showering, because really I was fresh camping over here. all weekend. Yeah. And my hope was to get home, throw a little Duke Cannon on the body wash, um, yeah. and come into the show, but I haven't so now I'm, I'm looking forward Damn. to going home after the show yeah. and showering right. with my duke cannon and right now they've got their limited edition uh u.s military soap set and that's the one where you get um five bricks of the big ass soap it's called well it's called big ass brick of soap <laughs> um but it has different uh scents too like the the military soap uh one scent is called victory 
You know what that smells like, don't you, Nate? You know, like I looked Does. away from JP when I got to the. I smells was like, like smoldering <laughs> corpses. No, I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> smells like face melting licks, bro. Uh, you get a big ass brick of naval supremacy. Is that for your belly button? That's like an aqua. Uh, no, no, it's an aquamarine scent. Um, you get yeah. a big ass brick of productivity. Okay. Um, Don't know what that smells like at it's, all. Uh, it's got a, like a mint scent to it. Okay, a little re- reviving kind of energetic sort of a deal. I got yeah. you. All right. The the regular old big ass beer soap is uh, kind of a woodsy sandalwood beer. I soap. like that. So that's, that's the one you took, right? Well, no. I, so I took the bourbon one, but oh, yeah. I got so when I ordered the um, I forget what it's called now, but it's the uh, it's the Dobbs, Dobbs bag with that made from uh, the Ladder Thirty Nine. I think is a firefighter company. I talked about it on the last show. It's yeah, uh, reused fire uh, fire Hose. hoses and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Right. I got a free bar of soap on the rope. Oh, and it was the beer soap made with old Milwaukee, and it smells very good. Yeah. I actually, I'm, I'm thinking about keeping it, but I'm so cheap, I kind of want to regift it. So, yeah, um, that's it, a good it one. Smells great. And then you get the the bourbon soap, which you have, uh, which I, I, I really like. Uh, a little yeah. oak barrel and some woodsy smell. It and honestly all, looks like I haven't used it. That's how big it is. I know. Yeah, Though you can I still have see a, the impressions of the name. Of, it's a whole thing. Yeah, I have a brick in my shower now that I've been using for at least three weeks, yeah. and it's still a giant brick of soap. Yeah. So when you prepare a drink uh, to bring in the shower uh, with you, you can bring like a beer to match the beer soap, basically, or a, or yeah. a bourbon uh, to match the bourbon soap. Yeah. That's a good call. Comparing. Yeah. Um, and Doc, you'll yep. like this. Um, all of this stuff that I've mentioned, it comes in an authentic military field box that used to carry thirty cal oh, nice. ammunition. I like that. So Keep yeah, when, soap dry. when they sent it to me, I got this military box, and I was like, "Uh oh, what did I do? What happened?" Um, <laughs> but it was from Duke Cannon. It also comes with a free screwdriver, which is just amazing. So uh, just go to DukeCannon.com and use promo code Brewing. And you're going to get 15% off the entire order. Uh, plus, you get free shipping on anything over 35 bucks. Use coupon code BREWING and uh, get yourself some Duke Cannon. Trust me. it's That's a great gift set, by the way. You know, you don't have to buy it for yourself. You can buy it for somebody else. All right. Well, Doc, what have you been doing? Uh, where Are you all right? Are you healthy? Um, are you divorced? Uh, do, you st- do you have a job? What's happening with Doc? Um, I'm still working, doing the same old doctory thing. You're doctoring yeah. still? Uh, two thing? Two thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, not divorced yet. Okay. Um, we're supposed to have a court date tomorrow. But oh, really? I, but it got canceled or got Got postponed again. Moved again? Yeah. How long? This has been going on. Four for years. Four years. Yeah. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> at oh, all. Wow. wow. Uh, have you gone to court at all? Uh, just once she took me to court and the, for she wanted uh, more spousal support. All the things. And the judge wasn't kind to me. He's an asshole. Oh, oh. no. And, he's, and he's, I got railroaded hard. And okay. I, didn't, I couldn't say anything about it. And it's like, there's no proof of this or that. And so it's like, oh. Thanks so you just did what did what you had to do. I got nothing to say about it. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So you've been at least for that one. That didn't go well. No. And then you still have to go what? Just to like finalize everything? No. We haven't even started bickering back and oh. forth. Yeah. It's, it's just the, between <laughs> the lawyers and the court appointed CPA lady and okay. That, it's just it's just dragging and dragging. Well, did you go to Burning Man this year? Yeah, it was my twentieth year. 
Oh, yeah. Really? Two okay. zero. Nice, Doc. God uh, bless. Well, that was a good break from the norm then. Yeah. For out of here. Yeah, definitely. Did they build you a special man or anything? Did you know? <laughs> Were you the man this year? <laughs> yeah. yeah, really. <laughs> You're like, just light me on fire, <laughs> God damn it. I had a pretty good party. Um, okay. Uh no, we have we do a night party now, a big glow party, and we're trying to make it the place to be on Tuesday night. Got okay, because you know they have different places where Sunday night you want to be. You know what, at you know, certain places and okay, uh, you're trying to we, corner we, the Tuesday night. Yeah, market. we've got it pretty big now, and um, hell yeah, uh, we had you know the family dinner kind of thing at the camp, and this mm-hmm. we're supposed to start to party about nine. You know, face painting, glow painting, and all that stuff. And yeah, I, I got to take a nap because I've been up for a while and I slept through most of the party. I got, oh, I, got no. I got about one when it's over. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but you had a good year. You still had a good twentieth yeah. burn. Yeah, it was good. When's the last time you brewed a beer, Doc? Ooh, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I saw your brewing equipment still out at your house. There, it's there. Yeah. 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 You just haven't had the time to brew yet. Haven't had the time to brew. I've, Do you I've, brew on the Pico brew when you brew? Yeah, yeah. I have lately mm-hmm. uh, to do that one. Um, uh, I've been distilling more than. Oh, brewing, is that right? So, yeah. Okay. Theoretically. 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 In theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, then, and what have you been making? Like absinthe and shit, or yeah, bourbon, or what? Absinthe. Um, mm, I've got. I'll, be, I'll probably be doing a bourbon here pretty soon. Okay. All right. Um, where are you? Where are you getting your wash if you're not brewing? Uh. Pico brew. Oh, okay. Or, so you just make a wort still. Yeah, yeah. or I'll, 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 I can, I'll use already fermented stuff to redistill. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Very do nice. you have like tiny barrels to do your bourbon in? Yeah, about that big. Yeah. Wow. Now, for yeah. folks at home, that was about the size of a football. Is what yeah, about yeah. yeah. rugby, rugby yeah. ball. Two liter or so. You just buy those. You can buy those new, right? Yeah. At places yeah. like More Beer, for example. Yep. Yeah. There, well, you have to for a bourbon. Yeah. Hmm. And it makes a world of difference because it yeah. tastes like old socks coming out of the still. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You're throwing out yeah. some American oak. See, see what it does. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it doesn't take long in a small barrel. It's like a big barrel. Okay. And so you get a, you know good. So why is that? Three, is six, it it's, it's surface, surface area? area. Surface area. Yeah. Why does it? Do, why does it come out smelling like old socks? Is that an effect of distilling in general, or is that just like home distilling? Is that's, like that? no, no. It's that's, all like that. That's what he puts in. It's all like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just harsh, kind of like fire water kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's why they call it white dog. Yep. Right? The, the white lightning, <laughs> white uh, dog phase. I see. Yeah. And it's just yeah. Okay. I and mean, it, but it just mellows it out. Gets some caramel. Flavors and color into it in nice. a little while. And it Oxidation just, is a wonderful thing at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but it just makes a whole different animal. So it's surface okay. area of the wood and oxidation too. I think so. Yeah, what, yeah. Some permeation, right? There right. a little yeah. bit. Cool. Yeah, it just makes a world of difference. So you want oxygen to get there, not, uh, not like yeah, a to a beer. point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, at a certain point for sure. Well, oh, you, you can't help it with in, in the barrel, the micro oxidation. Yeah, you know, even the surface area because it's not full to the top. Okay. Head space and yeah, it's not like beer where there's like going to be a protective no. pellicle or something. No. Yeah, no, no, no. right. No, you don't. You're not going to get any growth in there. Yeah, yeah. it's not like beer. Nothing, wine. nothing can yeah. live in there. Because no, no. <laughs> like barrel strength, it's like barrel strength is what like 120 proof at I least. Think? Yeah, 130. So, yeah. yeah. How do you know the proof of yours? Is there a way to test that? You ask it, dummy. Yeah, I have a, a proof hydrometer. It looks like a regular beer hydrometer, but mm. it comes in percent alcohol and proof. I see. It's just ga- basically, you know, gauge different. Oh, okay. To drop it on there. Yeah. Sight glass, yep. like always. Yep. Okay, I see. 
All right. So you because know, I'm I ask because like you don't want to kill yourself. You don't want to end up with like you know two hundred proof. I don't uh, know. What, you know, it's hard to get two hundred proof. Ever clear. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get two hundred proof. You won't you won't kill yourself unless you drink okay. a ton of it. Let's I try. <laughs> you might go blind. Isn't that what it is? You go blind. No, 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 no. That's, yeah, that's if you don't know what you're doing. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you got to get the methanol out of there first. Yeah. Right? Right. At least know what you're doing. Okay, it's possible. Yeah. You can potentially right. go. Blind. Yeah, yeah. But isn't it like a permanent blindness too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or not, no, it's, yeah, it's temporary. Like, it's like I meant, real blindness. Yeah. I meant, I meant oh, temporary. temporary. I thought it was like a temporary. No, blindness. no. It depends no. on what you do. But yeah, it messes with the optic nerve. And but, it, but if you start with good quality wort, you're not going to end up with methanol anyway. Right? No, it's in there anyway. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just part of fermentation. It's just where but, you cut but as you, but as you distill it, that's the first stuff that comes up. Oh. It boils off at a lower temperature. You get right. rid of that first stuff. Mm. That gets rid of the methanol. Because what you're doing is just concentrating everything. Yeah. So as you concentrate everything from... Stuff that won't hurt you, and it'll, you know, a bigger percentage of what you have in there, you're going to get a lot more methanol in there. So, but as you're redistilling it, it comes off. Yeah. Got so, it. if you're in like the backwoods somewhere and you want quantity over quality, mm-hmm. you're keeping all those heads and all that bullshit yeah. that's going to hurt but you. But the four shots oh. are different than the heads. So, oh, okay. depends on, you know, once the, once the, those come off of there, then you're doing ethanol stuff in the middle. Yeah. And you, you take it real early. And grab it really late, you're going to get more product, but it's going to have nastier flavors in it. Welcome mm. to the new podcast about distilling called Doing Ethanol Stuff. Yeah. 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 Starring, when, <laughs> starring Doc. When, do we, when does it make meth? <laughs> <laughs> that, does that happen in the process? Because I need to stay awake. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Nate, when's the last time you brewed? You're, August. You're the brewer in the in the room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. August, sadly. I wish it was That's even more sooner for than you. that. It is a little bit, yeah. But... um. And no, you, went, you still have like your full brewing setup, or I do. Are you okay? Yeah, I still make a full fifteen gallons every time. Nice. Every time I brew, give or take a few. Sometimes I'll you know be up and down a couple gallons depending on what I want to make. But uh, what did you brew? That was nice. That was a double IPA. Back to one of the first things I ever talked about on, oh, on yeah. this show back in two thousand eight or nine. Yeah, that's too bad. Um, <laughs> one of your favorite styles, Jason. <laughs> yeah, he brought you some here. Merry, I did. Actually, Merry Christmas. Fuck yeah. shit. No. That sucks. Um, that's long gone, thankfully, because nobody want to drink uh, for a month long double IPA. <laughs> right. But uh, that Nicole works at Alvarado Street now, and she has since oh, yeah. uh, since January. And you guys did a great interview with those folks here a little while that. ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they source great hops. And she brought some stuff home that she was super excited about. Uh, she brought home some um, laurel and some equinot. I'd brewed with equinot oh. before, but I had not brewed with laurel. Okay. Uh, laurel was really cool. It was like um, somewhere between like this this crazy tropical spicy uh, berry and melon stuff that mm-hmm. um, equinot just having a ton of oil content anyways. I felt like they amplified each other okay. really nicely. And that was like a blend that she was just picking hops one day and was super excited about so i was i was stoked to brew a double ipa with that thanks to those guys kicking down i mean a, a tiny amount that i yeah. need to, to <laughs> yeah. brew right. so nicole, that, nicole but, uh, planned the the hop blend for you yeah she did nice. I, I refined the it, quantities she's like use these two they're going to work really well together and i was really stoked and excited about that and yeah. the other nice thing too uh i should be bringing a lot more than i am because <laughs> she can also bring a pitch of yeast from those guys too which is oh cool. there you uh, go yeah. nice clean yeast from a, a brewery that's you know obviously great i mean any any good clean brewery will do the trick there but it was really nice to have that and yeah. feed that into this batch too i felt like 
That was I brewed a few times. I brewed a handful of times this year, not more than ten, sadly. But um, that one really stuck out to me because that one, like, I felt like I had the best command of everything because it was so brewery fresh. Like, sure. taking stuff straight from Alvarado Street is pretty. Yeah, I feel like you cheated. It's pretty bad, a little bit. Yeah, yeah but um, Laura, <laughs> didn't do anything else but other than drink it at home. So I guess you know if you're going to cheat, cheat for your own palate. Right? Agreed. Laurel, my co-host on uh, the Hop and Brew School podcast, Nick, is a big fan of Laurel. He's always uh, talking about that hop. It's cool. Hop. I'd never brewed with it much before. I feel like it's one that um, I didn't completely nail it in terms of like the absolute potential, but it was one where it wanted me to wanted. I was intrigued to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, Strata is another one that I haven't had my hands on yet that I've had a lot of beers I really like. Yeah, uh, it's on my next short to do list in terms of home brewing that I want to sure. brew with next. And thankfully, this being the time of year when everything is sort of becoming available i'll probably be able to wiggle my way into a little bit of that from you know if not those guys from from yeah. other folks but uh i could probably get you something from ych too that'd be really super cool have you used laurel uh, uh teresa yeah the um pink boots blend last year oh yeah yeah was, had oh, nice. laurel predominant and it was it was killer it's not, it was such about, a good beer and how about strata have you used that i have not used strata mm-hmm. i've not used strata i'm i'm not sure i can get it in the quantity i need it this oh, year but right. i i should look into it because i've had i agree with you i've, I've also had a lot of strata there's, beers that are just yeah there's a unique and tangible thing going on there too between like all the things we expect for american hops that you know pine and citrus a little bit but also berry and melon just complexity yeah something absolutely. about like an intangible complexity well, about it's, that it's hop. like it's, really it's like cool. a lot of hops in one Absolutely. Yeah, kind of like Mosaic was when it first showed up. It just has so much that can bring to the table that you don't need much else other than that to make something that's that's really interesting. Those are obviously great. Once you can sort, I mean, the the problem is uh, you can source those and and then you're dependent on it if you're making a production beer, of course. But but when something like that comes along, it's so unique and cool that you can't ignore it when you want to make and mess around with hoppy beer. The other thing that's on my short list I want to do, I think I'm going to do this for the next week or two is um i've been trying to dial in a, a session uh roasty forward beer never really been found one that i've hmm. wanted to nail yet but uh that feel like that's a pocket that's underappreciated yeah at the moment, and one that i really enjoy and feel like i'm enjoying more um i mean isn't that a uh, stout Sort of. Well, so sort of. I want to try and right? hit something in like the three Fours, to four yeah. range, oh, but, has, oh, okay. but that has like a nut, like an American, like a dialed down American style, like a little bit of maybe a Cascade, like, like a like a roast, like a, a what a Grodzitski is to smoke beers. You want to make that for a roast? Exactly. Beer? Yeah, I would. Mm. I would. Exactly. I, would, I feel like there's a pocket there that, that at yeah. least I would want to drink. Hell and, yeah! And, dude, and if I could too. dial that in over a few iterations, that'd be pretty cool. Like like a dialed up version of Shakespeare Stout, perhaps. This is sort of where I would start. Maybe oats. To mm-hmm. sort of do mouthfeel where you didn't have alcohol, yeah, um, and then riff off that from there and see see what happens. But um, not beers that would sell well in the marketplace for commercial brewing, or not something that's yeah, very maybe, popular. Maybe right not. Now, I but, mean, session beer, um, you know, lower alcohol beers are are you know gaining favor, yeah. right? So maybe yeah. a full flavor uh, beer like that could be something commercially viable. I, I think so. I hope so. I mean, I feel that's not a beer I can go and order as easily, right? You know, right. I feel like we're kind of. Yeah. And one of the reasons I, I homebrew less, unfortunately, is I I'm spoiled. Yeah, can, I can go and get the, all these great beers. Like, yeah, all of us. Like yeah. Jeff and Eric at the Cooler is one of my neighborhood spots. I stop by and visit those guys a lot. And Arnie sources all kinds of amazing beers there. So I'm at, yeah. on my silly walk home from work, and I have all these awesome beers. And nice. like Nicole works at Alvarado Street, so there's all these great beers coming from, <laughs> from that direction. Yeah, she, you're not hating life right beer. now. No, no, so that's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, what's What's missing? Not in terms of like 
what's going to make money or what's the market opportunity, which is cool too. I always think about the the business aspect of brewing, but um, like what what can't I get? Yeah, that I want. I want roastiness in a smaller package. In a small package. Yeah. yeah. Who like doesn't want? Cool. A, who doesn't want a smaller package? I would love a smaller package. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you're starting to you're getting a little sweaty now. You're getting a little smelly. Too smooth. Like that's <laughs> what I've always said about what I have. Too okay. Too smooth. Doc, if you were going to brew a beer tomorrow, what would it be? What style? How smooth. What style do you want to brew? I'd probably do a Belgian Golden. You do a Duval clone. A Duval Duval clone. clone. Yeah. 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 You're like me, man. Just keep stick to Old Faithful. Some oh, yeah. shit never changes. Yeah. You, you might brew a pale ale. I would, might. Come There's on. no question. <laughs> There's no question. There, you know, there are a few sure things in life yeah. that my next beer I brewed would be a pale ale is fucking one of them. No, here's if, if you had your ideal brew day tomorrow, yeah. Chad would brew you a pale ale. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is my idea. I'm just going right. to put yeah. this out here. I have a one-barrel pilot system at my brewery, and oh, you guys cool. are welcome every day of the week, Thank anytime. You, okay. Brew whatever kind of beer you want to brew. I think we need a to do 3% that. percent stout. Let's do a Belgian. Let's do two brew days. Let's we'll do, do it. We'll do, like Nate's, we'll do Nate's fucking insane idea when we can do a standard-ass pale ale. Yeah. Let's do that. Can we? Can I, I move? Fun. Can I sleep in your parking lot? You in can my, sleep in the parking lot in the RV. I've got a spare room. If someone doesn't have an RV, I you know <laughs> I have an RV. I've got a, yeah, we're I've gonna got show a friend who's RVs. got goats in the backyard. You can sleep with the goats if you want. Doc likes goats. So. Yeah. I'll sleep yeah. in your spare room, yeah. please. <laughs> Seriously, I will sleep in the RV. Although there you, go. you realize I have three children, you yeah. won't sleep. It's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I think okay. we should do but this. Yeah, I would. I would really, really love it. You would? So would I. Are you sure? You know what you're getting yourself into Um, here? No, this would be awesome. (laughs) Yes. Let's do it. You want to pick a date right now? Yes. Let's pick a date right now. Let me get my calendar out. Um, Tomorrow. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, we're... (laughs) I will demand Taryn take a day off. Uh, Doc, do you still have Mondays off? Yes, I do. So we should do a Monday non-show day, right? Yeah, would that work, or you yeah. need, or you need it to be a weekend? Because Taryn, I mean, I would prefer it to be a weekend, but um, if we can do it sometime, well, when were you thinking? January, February? If I give her enough time, she could probably finagle some. Maybe shit. you just bring your kid, and then you know we just throw him in with Teresa, all the other Teresa, kids. Teresa, come on, no, 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 no. <laughs> kid's trying it's to get, fine. he's yeah, trying yeah, yeah. to cop a break here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't let's, let's not ruin a good thing. You don't want to mix business and pleasure. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Um. How about there's not enough days, not enough Mondays in January. <laughs> well, we could do. I know. You know what? I, we could do February because we have nothing planned, so we could set the off week, and we could oh, just do it in February yeah. if you want. Yeah, that'll give everybody enough time to plan for it, and then maybe whoever's listening can come and uh, watch us. Or something. Oh so my then, gosh! That so would be we so should fun. do either. Maybe if we want people to join us, we could do Sunday, February second. Let's do it. And or the third Monday, the third. But maybe we should do a Sunday. That would help you. Yeah. Uh, then we can get drunk and sleep there and not leave till Monday. I like this part. <laughs> why don't we do? Why don't we do it on Saturday? Know? Why don't we do Saturday the first? Then it's a leap year. So February on the 29th. February 29th would be Saturday, so that could be fun. But we're talking about February 1st, though, so I don't know well, what you're talking about. later in the month. <laughs> Is that I'm trying to make it fun, okay? 
All right, before we leave this, yesterday. before yeah. we leave this studio tonight, we're going to pick a day in okay. the, in that weekend. I, right. I think we should make. I think we should do a pilot beer, and I think we should do a big batch beer, and we'll do them all at the same time. Oh, damn! And we'd just be like a cool. brew, brew bonanza. Well, this does sound like brew, a brew bonanza. Brew, brew bonanza. I mean, I just want to be clear. I'm just going to be drinking. I'm just showing That's up fine. to drink. Okay, yeah. That's super fun. Cool. Yeah, so yeah, are we? Both. I mean, honestly, yeah. we're going to be like that. <laughs> sounds cool, but it's going to be Nate doing everything. Right. And we're going. Oh. Oh, yeah, I, like I you know, you got to schedule your full, your full staff that day, right? Because we're really not doing it. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure they're going to be on board. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, cool. That looks great. Yeah. So everyone listening, the first weekend of February is probably going to happen. There you go. Keep so, that in uh, your mind. Come join us. Super rad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Well, there we go. All right. We're getting things done around here. <laughs> Who said we procrastinate? There's no way. Look yeah. at that. It's yeah. proof. Get it done right now. Um, well, Shimke, um, I don't know. How's it going? How's life? Uh, I brewed a pot of coffee this morning. Okay. So <laughs> I am the most recent brewer here. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It probably sucked. Are you still banging that guy up in Oregon? Oh, <laughs> It ended? It ended, yeah. Ah, oh, Shimke. You didn't know? Justin. I did well, not I didn't know. Tell you that. What's going on? Jason's <laughs> clapping. I'm, cla- I'm trying to support the. I'm trying to support my, my, my woman, the my women. independent woman. Yes, I'm trying yeah, to support yeah, yeah. my women to oh, okay, elevate I see. this all. Continue right? on. So good Shimke. for her. I thought he was the plotting that. The way that came out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, I was also kind of doing that. Here's but. what I love about asking these things of Shimke. She goes through those dudes. She don't fuck around. She what are you talking about? She's yeah. not like waiting around. Kim's like drained through any, a mill, dude. Any, I've had like bullshit. three boyfriends Guys, in my 33 years of existence. Yeah, they boyfriend, just last a long time. Boyfriends, yes. Boyfriends, yes, but dudes <laughs> you're banging. Yeah, men are like wet that wipes. That guy I was banging was my boyfriend. Men are like wet wipes for Kim Shimke. <laughs> Did you, uh, is this a sore subject? Disposable? This no, one? we're on good terms. It, it's, we're on good terms. Um, did you did you leave him behind? Oh, because of the distance. Yeah, the long distance. Yeah, I would relate. have had to move to Portland, and I wasn't prepared to do that. No, you're, it's in your contract. I don't know if you've read your doing network contract. <laughs> oh, there's you have one of those. Yeah, I never showed it to you, but oh. it exists. <laughs> but you signed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, yeah, it's for it's a legal it's document. Yeah. My friend John over at the Beer Law Center made it legal. Yeah, it's, and it's uh, an illegal document. You're right. You made a signature stamp document. of my own signature. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. We did it actually. Yeah, you're not allowed to leave the state. Six hundred dollars um, with a deep fake video of you saying, "I will never leave you." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, look, I'm holding true to the contract. Yeah, of so. found mind and body. So then, are you you're back on Tinder or what? Oh God, Bumble. I'm kind of over the whole thing for the foreseeable future. You, Hire a match. Good see, idea. You do this every time too. What do you mean every time? Yeah, I've had two like, boyfriends no. since we've known each other. Come on. Mm, every time maybe three and <laughs> possibly four and er- yeah every time afterward you're like nah I'm cool I'm just chilling you know just I'm doing my independent thing been. doing me I think yeah. honestly that's the best way to find somebody cool is to not be looking for them no, you have to demand but attention. But why do we have to find brand. somebody? Because it's good for the radio. How about we set you? How about we set you up on a series of Brewing Network dates? Oh my god, that sounds like the worst idea. There's not enough mace in this world. <laughs> We need video then. Listen, we'll she let security. We'll let Teresa be involved, so you get a little buffer there. Uh, she gets one of the she three. She would have to be the only person involved, and she have to be like picking. So I don't trust anybody else in this room. What if the dates happened in the studio on the air? Like we just we all sat here, and I interviewed you. That for sounds each like date. it might be entertaining for everybody but myself. Right. What exactly Which was is the coffee you made me. this morning? <laughs> not about you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Why does everything have to be? 
about you. <laughs> uh, I think. Come on, here's your way out. <laughs> Uh, would so if I had a friend? Oh God! And I was like, his I, name is I don't know Dustin. <laughs> let's just say Dustin. Yeah. And he Dustin. had a radio yeah. show. Yeah. I don't know. Let's call let's it just about. Say wine. his name rhymes with Dustin. <laughs> um, yeah. If I hypothetically, <laughs> no if. Would you? If I was like, hey, you should go out with this friend of mine. You he's wouldn't. Older. Would you trust me to do that? No. You never would. He's You'd be a, like, no, no way. What Smart. if he was a doctor? Maybe a little bit older yeah almost divorced yeah almost <laughs> so you could say wow. he's working on himself yeah just Very like positive you. yeah I, I turning his life around for another four years Come i'm on. sorry there you i'm go. sorry there you go mm. Well, Kim, you know what? You'll you, you should you'll, you. Why do I need a relationship when I have you guys? I mean, that's a good point. Oh, that's, yeah. right. that's a valid. That's an endearing uh, holiday. It's a valid comment. argument. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, do you want to spend Christmas together or what? Yeah. yeah are we hanging out here for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll just like this. I'll give you my sizes, and you can buy me some clothes. Yep. I'll make no, a no, ham. No, no, no gifts, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, damn, dude. Dude. dude no. Come on. Yeah, what are you you guys are like the baggage Christmas. Like we're the worst. My therapist and the awkward dinner. Yeah. 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 We are get the, the worst. worst of it all. We are the we are the <laughs> brothers that Sh- that Shimki never wanted. See, it's like I am already married. It would definitely be like the awkwardness, yeah. the discomfort, yeah. like those movies. I want to drink afterwards. Yeah, it's all the same. We're teaching you everything you need to know about relationships. Come on, it'd yeah. be definitely like those movies where oh, I answered an ad to spend a night in a haunted house. I don't know with like five <laughs> other people, and then we all get killed off slowly. But sure, slowly. that's what Christmas with us would be like for Shimki. I think we should do it. We yeah. rent a cabin too. somewhere cabin down by the lake in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> GoPros everywhere. That'd be great. Yeah. Teresa's backyard. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Or a walk-in closet. We do have a hillbilly cabin in the backyard. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Do you still have a job? Or, or I thought you were like leaving your job too. <laughs> I'm employed. You're employed. That's yes. good. Okay. Well, that's a good thing. So here's the thing: you if you is like all my friends around me have had like all these amazing, uh, like life-altering experiences, mm-hmm. all within like the last two weeks. Because of oh. course, when it rains, it pours, uh-huh. and I get to watch everyone else around me moving forward. Oh. Well, you have a life-altering experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, they're, Don't like, meeting? So like, what's, uh, give us an example. Uh, one of my best friends, we've known each other for 22 years. She's pregnant with her first kid. Okay. Um, my other friend got engaged, and they're moving into the house that they just bought this year, mm-hmm. at the end of this year. Um, and you're just listening like to that. that clock tick. And here I am at the brewing <laughs> network. Justin? <laughs> just chilling. Well, what's the good thing is I don't want children, so I can adopt dogs at any time. Yeah, but but, but, it's, but it's not like it's not happening. You're choosing to not let it happen. So I'm saying empower yourself. It's not that you're just a piece of shit. What he's saying, you're choosing not to do it. He's saying that might be settle. The sweetest thing you've ever said. To that me. you're not a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't mean it. Can, do, you, do you think that your standards are too high? You think that maybe you should just like settle for like something? I mean, everybody <laughs> rhymes with us. Everybody does. <laughs> I think she's yeah. afraid of success. That's like subterranean. That's oh. not even just. <laughs> what if I'm your soulmate? What if you wake up one day oh, and hell. discover that I'm your? That I'm better off single. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah. We're gonna have a tough Christmas this year. Is that in my that. contract? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's better. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to stay a diamond in the rough. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Hmm. You know. I think I think I'd have to say like when you're watching all your friends have this wonderful success in life and everything is going brilliantly, you mm. have to realize that at some level that's all bullshit. Oh, she said it's, it's all bullshit. All bullshit. Oh. It's Facebook. Nobody's shit. life. 
Yeah, they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. So you can't even hate them and feel good because you, know <laughs> you know it's all bad. I mean, how, how many friends yeah. have you had that have this perfect life? That lived happily ever sudden, after? They're like, Zero. oh, you know, my husband and I haven't had sex in 10 years and mm. we're splitting up and he's got this like huge problem. Yeah. You Why know, would and, you and you're like for that? Oh my god. Like, <laughs> was like that's what I, was, I look for. I was just like looking your vacation pictures in Hawaii yeah. and I couldn't cope and right. you are like it's it's not real. See, so if it you really work is, hard, that true. could be you. That's if you work hard enough. <laughs> if you work hard if enough, I swipe fast enough. You too can have an unwanted child in a bad marriage. <laughs> yeah. That's right. If you work hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. Teresa's right. Everybody's a mess. Everybody's a disaster. Oh no, I know. I mean, it's not. It's just it's one of those things where it's like near the holidays, and this is a recent thing, yeah. and I didn't really want it to happen. But yeah. you know. Right. But again, I'm telling you. You, it's your. It was your choice, so it should be empowering to you. Mm. It's more trying to be more positive about it because you made the choice. Like all of a sudden, JP's positive. Is that what yeah. a therapist told you that you are now telling me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'll be fifty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. JP is the devil's advocate. Mm. He needs to mm-hmm. always turn it around. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit <clears throat> twisted. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, know, that didn't end. Like the, since the last time we were around. Yeah, here. that's great. So, what are Punish you going? What are you doing for the holidays? You going to go visit the parents? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my parents just moved to Tucson. Great. Oh. So you're going to spend uh, Christmas in Tucson. Here. Yeah. So, sorry, I'm laughing. <laughs> I've been to Tucson. So you're going to come back with a shaved yeah, head really. and a heroin problem. That's what's going to happen. You want me to drive you there in the RV? We could be <laughs> no. together. Nope. We could be together. We could be together. That was quick. We should spend our holidays together. Yeah. Separate. You think so? You know? Do you want to like, send wanna... a text and say, like, happy holidays? What if we FaceTime can, the whole yeah, time? FaceTime, live tweet, tweet we, the whole time. You can meet my parents. From, yeah. I would love to meet your parents. So you met I... my mom. Oh, I did meet your mom. Your mom's awesome. You met her for like 10 minutes. Is she that, single? But... Is she hot? She's married to my dad. Mm. So, they, well, <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> so, why don't you just show up in Tucson in the RV? I am. Yeah. That's, that's actually already planned. I've been talking with your mom, and um, <laughs> yeah. turns out you're sleeping on the couch this year. Yeah. <laughs> you know the smoked ham you guys are going to have for dinner? It's Justin. I made it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, someone on I'm Twitter a little worried about you. Uh, sorry, oh, to, to, uh, uh, reminded me or said that February second is a Super Bowl. I'm sorry for that weird segue. I thought you were going to think that's a good be that weekend. True, true, yeah. true. That's a for bad. Who? That's a bad weekend. Well, I don't know. I feel like uh, the last thing that uh, Teresa's brewery wants to have is 400 RVs in their parking lot for the Super Bowl weekend. And then it's SF Beer Week after that. So we should look again. We should look instead at like the 23rd, oh, like 24th. Kim said. The or end we should do the leap year, like Kim said. No, that's still the same weekend. That's so, the Super Bowl weekend. The, I, I keep. No, the 29th, 29th of, February of February is not the 2nd of February. The 23rd, we have oh, it's Cousins a Maine Lobster. No. What does that mean? That, that, means, that means there's good. Maine Lobster. What month are you? Hell yeah. I want um, some Maine Lobster. And you know, I'm actually a fan of doing it later in the month because I'm out of town that first week. Oh, okay. I well, just realized. Fun. There you go. All right, we'll figure this out. So maybe yeah. we should do it on the 29th. Like Kim said. Like Kim said. Oh, Justin, you're in fun. January. We're talking about February. Oh, dude. You know oh, what? We definitely should February. do it on the 29th because oh, it only happens once every... There is karaoke at Crooked Lane on February 29th, and I'm oh, judging. Done. All right. Oh. Yes. Well, we got to work. Oh, my God. I'm let's in. do a duet. I'm in. Let's do it. Uh, I'm in. <laughs> okay. Let's go. 29th. We're there. <laughs> uh, that's a good... All right. It's going to be epic. Okay. 
It's I'm gonna just, be. It's I'm actually. It's, it's actually gonna be right Crooked now. Lane. Epic's it's a different. Be super yeah. um, epically Crooked Lane. What do I have to do to enter the karaoke competition? Um, you have to show up with your body okay. and tell the and person put my name in. Fucked already. In. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty easy. Okay. But there's there's prizes. Hmm. Okay. So we do. I'm, I will do it. I'm gonna yeah. have to practice between yes. now and then. We'll make sure you make it there. Yeah. You know, it's prime best you condition. Don't really practice. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's, it's, I'm ready it's for it. Cup sort of thing. I can definitely get that time off. I have seen Nate karaoke before, yeah. by the way, and it is awesome. Hell yeah. Grand Rapids, Michigan. That's true. That yes. was fun. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. Yes. The bar mm-hmm. will be in on this whole idea, too, if you remember correctly. She was also yeah. on that same stage. That's true. And she Sam tried to show you up by doing Holy Diver. He <laughs> right. did, actually. No, he did not. Yeah. He did so. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and he did Lord share. He also did share yeah, in no. the same sitting. Speaking Sam, of brand... Sam's that's amazing, go-to right now is... Um, if you don't know me by now, what that's his go-to right now. But you like, will it's can I just say that I just caught Kim Shimke staring off into the distance in sorrow? Oh, you you have no, she's she's you me wishing she was so more on your level. Is that no, what you're I'm telling for? you, I should have snapped a photo because you were just staring Longingly. off in sadness. I, I told you, I'm worried time. about you. She got this faraway look. Thirty-three years of my lifetime. Mm. She did not want to see any of us doing karaoke. <laughs> that was real. That was what that look was. That's just it. Is I was thinking. Of the song, right. which I have a great one. But you know what? We're going to dedicate all the songs to Shimke when we do it. When Auburn do karaoke. What does it mean? Andy Wood. Oh yeah, Andy Wood. Yes. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he'll own it. He will win like he karaoke. Does. He will win karaoke. Andy Wood is the greatest karaoke singer slash kindergarten principal you've ever met. Ever time. to grace the the, the Planet Earth. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a it's, performer. It's yeah, disappointing Absolutely. how good he is. Mm-hmm. You'll probably get some Alanis Morissette from him. Maybe a little. Uh, I don't know. Or didn't yeah, he, did he do some Zeppelin last time? Oh God, he did. <laughs> oh, uh, really? He did Black Dog. Yeah, nice. Oh, geez. <laughs> yes, that's awesome. He and he nailed it. Wow. Uh, we already know who is going to win this karaoke competition. Actually, I don't. I don't know. There is there is one chick that showed up a couple times, and she's got the pipes, man. She is awesome. But Andy will destroy her. Honestly, there is no there's. There's prizes for like best performance, uh-huh. you know, best song, right? But also like most right. awkward and yeah. what about what about <laughs> best oh, per- what about best po- performance by a recently single woman? Is that a is that a uh, category? That, well, seeing as how I'm judging, like you know, <laughs> you gotta you gotta uh, end, Shimkey. But there was there was a dude who um, was getting really visibly upset because somebody was not adhering to the. To the words that were on the screen. Oh, good lord! Wow. Yeah, last, last time we almost yeah. had to boot yeah. somebody for being like a karaoke tool. He's like the yeah. rules lawyer yeah. riot there in the yeah, front row. I was like, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what's uh, the problem? Sticking to the words. Was it Warren? It, it, yeah, it, it does. It does sound hard. like a beardy. Uh, <laughs> no. Imagine being kicked out of a place for that. Like, I'm blackballed from there. Why? Well, I didn't feel like singing the words. It was just karaoke night, I and I was really mad the that they weren't singing the words right. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah. Everyone else was wrong, and you ever been in a, a room full of wrong people? Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think it was. It was very confusing. Somebody, one of the brewers, was back there, and he's a he's a big guy. And and my colleague was like, "Hey, do like shut that guy down." And he's mm. like, "I don't understand. What is the problem?" Oh no, gosh. <laughs> yeah, but mm. you know, it, we told that guy to chill. All right. Well, and looks like uh, that's our date. That's All our right. night. It's a date, Shimke. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, the date with the Bring Network, the whole group of us together. Everything you've ever always wanted. No one-on-ones whatsoever. <laughs> At least you won't be lonely. That's right. We can all punish you simultaneously with bad conversation. It'll be great. You'll love it. See? It so it's like every great. time I show up here. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, Doc. Yeah. Do you um, manscape? Um, the top of your head. I, I had an accident once, so... I got just a thing for you, actually. Just the thing for you. That's how Doc was circumcised. So Manscaped has solved the I had an accident once problem with their all new um, Perfect Package 2.0. That's right. The Perfect Package package 2.0. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer, their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology so that you won't nick or snag your sack while using it. And I've proven it. Oh, yeah? I, I saw a commercial on that today. Just today. You did? Yep. Same product. It worked. So I had to go to the emergency room for my balls not too long ago, and I needed to shave. And I had them. It was the first time using my Manscaped trimmer, and I got... Skin close, no nicks. So, you know, they do it for you. Just to let you know. I know, but that's what I was worried about. And the whole experience, I'm glad I did it because the whole experience was already uncomfortable and awkward enough that I'm glad they didn't also have to shave me. Thanks to Manscaped. Okay. Good. Uh, so, have you gotten yours yet, JP? You don't no. you don't manscape anymore now that you're married. No, I would totally do, do it. I was you waiting would. for you to give me one for free, but now I gotta I, buy one. I've it's Christmas offered time. you mine. Yeah, but I, I don't ch- want yours. I told you you can borrow mine anytime. <laughs> That's weird. That's like if I went to go to Kim Shimkey's family for Christmas next year. I don't want to go there after you did. <laughs> it's true. You know? <laughs> That's a good idea. Uh, when you put it that way. Yeah. Uh the lawnmower two comes inside the perfect package two which is a perfect gift for this holiday season. Um, it's everything you need to keep trimmed, cut-free, and smelling nice down there because it has um, the Crop Reviver. I used the Crop Reviver last week. Um, really? Yeah. And um, it's uh, it, you, it's like they're wipes, but they have like a nice scent, and you can just like clean up down there without yeah. having to jump in the shower, Right. which is great because I'm way too lazy to jump in the shower. Um, and then they also have... What's the other one called? It's like a crop preserver. That's right. Crop preserver, baby. You so that you, that shit. you put that on there, and then it'll keep you preserved and smelling nice. You can go to manscaped.com and use coupon code BREWING. You get 20% off plus free shipping right now. Go to manscaped.com. If you've got that special someone in your life and you want to hint to them that like some scaping is, is um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like that it's important to you. Like, yeah. I feel like couples don't talk about this very well. And like, sometimes you like a person a lot, right? Correct. Um, sometimes. Yeah. And you like them a lot and maybe they live far away and that seems like the problem. Mm-hmm. But the problem really <laughs> is that you're unhappy with the care of their junk. Down yeah, there. yeah, right. Because a lot of people who live in Oregon are very like, they don't, they just let things grow. They're very lumberjacky. Well, sure. A, well, yeah. You don't, like, you don't so, want to. You don't want to uh, interfere with Mother Nature. Thank you. You're welcome. However, maybe your significant other would prefer if you cleaned up a little mm-hmm. bit. So, if that's the case, you could save an entire relationship. Correct. By gifting them the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. 
I think you're right. Chimkey, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, Hypothetical Sorry, question. I wasn't paying attention. Hypoth- I was too lost yeah. in sorrow. I wasn't, I wasn't following. Okay, I thought well. so. Drowning in tears over here. You probably could have got a whole other year out of that relationship. <laughs> if you had only gifted the Manscaped 2.0. Uh, lives well, far away. Yeah, well, the beauty of the Manscaped 2.0 is you can just go ahead and shave your significant other while they're asleep. And they won't know. And they won't know. <laughs> you won't nick them. You won't nick them. They won't right. bleed to death. You won't have to imagine that 911 call. <laughs> I was just trying to save my relationship. Yeah. My boyfriend... Uh, Mike, you know, wanted me to move. You imagine waking up to some crazy girl this, fucking shit. I mean, I'm I'm doing a little JP here, <laughs> but this is first. very unlikely is it that not? someone's going to stay asleep through this process. Yeah, it's better than true. waking up and they got a pair of scissors. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd much rather them have the lawnmower 2.0 than yeah. a pair of scissors. Oh, yeah. I want someone to lawnmower me. I don't want someone to Lorena Bob at me. There's a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Go to manscaped.com, use coupon code BREWING, get that gift for that special hairy someone in your life. <laughs> manscaped.com. Okay. Have I done all the things? I don't know. It feels like you have. And that's really all that matters. Yeah, it feels good to me, too. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I'm, I right. feel good about it. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, joining us back in the studio, Doc. Yeah, sure. And Nate. Happy holidays. Thank you. We'd have Twitter game. Oh, we can run through that with everybody. We had today's boring tw- uh, Twitter game. Whoa! Riveting. Wow! Today's riveting. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Look, how can you know pleasure if you don't know pain? Right. So, how can you know funny if you don't know? You know, yeah. stupid. Our Twitter game today is like dating Shimke. It's right. plain and boring. Very boring, and uh, nobody distance. wants to do it for very oh long. Oh my gosh, that wow. is so hurtful. Yeah. You guys are yeah. all fired. Just, just like Kim Shimke's boyfriend, you want to get out of this game as fast as possible. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Just like Shimke's boyfriend could not be far enough away. <laughs> Today's Twitter game. Uh, uh, <laughs> just like Shimki's boyfriend. <laughs> that should be, that's going to be, you know what? That'll Sorry, be my next dude. Twitter game. That's mm-hmm. how I like my boyfriends. Very far away. Very far away. <laughs> Emotionally, sexually, <laughs> physically. Yeah, I thought this was the one for you. I thought it tipped and off all the Leave Me Alone did boxes. Too. And mentally. I did too. Turns out he wanted to be around you more. And that sealed the deal. That's, right. That's where it got problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you and like his hairy me too bush. much? Oh, well, then. If you, <laughs> look, if you like me, what's your judgment like? <laughs> now I know you are an insane person because you actually want to spend more time with me, another equally insane person. Can we change today's Twitter game to who should Kim Shimke date that works at the Brewing Network? <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, <right>. man. <laughs> Aren't you happy you showed up today? This is just lovely, wonderful. I feel for like this you. is a trap. Yeah, when I was yeah. really sorry. Yeah. I didn't know anything. I feel like about Bev this. is the only answer. I was like, I, I was like, Bev, answer. listen, yeah, invite, so invite Shimki, yeah. and then just go ahead and invite Nate and Doc so that it looks like it's like a whole like a reunion <laughs> yeah, show. It's right. a little bit. <laughs> then, then the truth will come out. Yeah, it won't look like quite the ambush. All right, what was our Twitter game today? If you could learn a skill, <laughs> what would it be? Manscaping. <laughs> Tell me that some of the answers were... They were good. Okay. They were pretty good. Don't worry about yeah. it. Manscaping is it. Manscaping. Don't, Don't wear it. Thank you, Doc. That's 
sounds amazing. Doc yeah. wins. You just hand out cards, professional manscaper. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, my, yeah. my gay friends have a guy, and they swear by him. Uh, he's, he's very talented, I guess. <laughs> sure. I mean, it's, you know, sure. It's professional. Fuck it. All right. He doesn't use his scissors. You know. What skills did we get? If you were going to learn any skill, what would it be? That was a Twitter game, right? Sure, yeah. Uh, someone called Kim, I don't know, maybe Kim Shimke, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's to say, uh, said sobriety. <laughs> That's a skill? Apparently. I feel like it's a curse. I don't know, Kim. That's Unattainable. That's more boring than the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Teresa. All right? <laughs> That one. <laughs> uh, John Hobbleman. Is, is that a skill or? Sure, man. I don't know. Okay. I don't ask Shimke. She fucking wrote it. Uh, Josh says uh, how to tell jokes about Chechnya. Okay, that's a skill. That is a skill. Not right. everybody has it. No. Uh, in Chechnya, we have one skill we share. Uh, Kent says to understand water chemistry. And I, I, I had to put it in because we we talk about home brewing. The man is serious. So I get it. So he's got Palmer's book in his hand. He's like, I'm just right. going to learn this one with a glazed days. look on his yeah. face. Um, mm. uh, an account called the Hop Grenade. Okay. Uh, whoever does the Hop Grenade social, huh. wrote, I've heard of that before. Uh, tact. Tact. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I know who it is, but I don't know who it is, and it's just this is what it is. So tact. <laughs> I don't under. I want to know who from the hop I grenade know. wrote that. Was I, it this hop grenade yes, or Colorado no, 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 hop grenade? Well, I don't know. Do you guys? Is it? It's, it's at the hop grenade. Huh. Somebody outside. So who has access and who is on right now monitoring the feed? And who thinks we don't have tact? No, no, no. I think uh, they Kim would. They, they would want to learn tact. I don't think it's about reflected at us. It's oh, reflected about them. That the, I think it's like psychosomatic, psycho, psycho, psychotic. Projection. It's projection. Yeah. There you go. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, our very own code writing fool. Yeah. Chimed in. We never hear from Code, Code anymore, but I'm glad to see you still monitoring the wavelengths. Yeah, I fucked this up. Go on. I'll Uh-oh. tell you in a okay. second. Uh, Tubian throat singing. <laughs> nice. Tu- I, th- I think Tubian? it's Tubian where they go like... <laughs> the guy from the Pixies learn. Is that with a V or a yeah. B? Tubian. V. Tubian. Yeah. Throat singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Code did some... Um, voiceovers for us that yeah. I was supposed to play, like edit and play. It's like you a thing. I didn't because I was gone all weekend and I was yeah. late today and then I told him I'd get it done before the end of the year. Uh, so he should learn Tuvian throat singing. He should. Okay. Like, leave your computers on over the holidays. I'll be in there. <laughs> How many more do we have? Uh, three. Wow. Four. Whoa. Uh, Joel sure? writes, pole dancing without breaking my foot. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Too soon. That uh, was mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Too soon. Um, it is around that time of year. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> true. It was a very stripper Christmas. Yes, it was. Yeah. I should have brought the poll out for you. Uh, the Brewer of Seville oh. says, uh, I'd love to learn how to convince my wife to let me travel around the Pacific Northwest, what, Northwest, <laughs> Northwest, quote, scouting a place to open a distillery while she stays home and continues to work and support the family. <laughs> Oh, Beardy, Beardy does have a good skill going. I think I'll seek out the master of deception, Mr. Warren Beardy Billups. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good call. Like, really, what? every time I text him, he's, what are you doing? I'm playing poker. Yeah. <laughs> um, Smart man. Two more. Someone called Smiling Retard. 
Why did we get more answers to the worst Twitter game of the year? Because it's secretly the best Twitter game of the year. <laughs> okay. Secretly. I'm offended by that. Uh, smiling Name. Retard says self-suck. Oh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> saying. Okay. I actually have pictures of a guy doing that. Oh, like, of course you do. Really? How do you, how do you take a selfie doing self-suck? I didn't selfie it. I mean, it, <laughs> I was just there. <laughs> Manscaped or not? Uh, yeah, actually. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you make the Tony burn. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, He's a repeat customer, too. And then last but not least, Jesus. Zach says, How to win this dumb Twitter game and not have a prize sent to me by Bevo. Suck at JP. Um, I'm, I'm not even right. I don't even know what that means. That's I just wanted to I be rude prizes. to Bevo. Yeah. All right, so there you go. That's it. Hmm. Not bad. I mean, you know, it's pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. I like the Manscaped one. Yeah. I vote Doc. <laughs> yeah, Doc's was good. I'm going to write that down instead of the last one. <laughs> Manscaping. The skill. Okay. Huh. So my top ones here are how to tell jokes about Chechnya. Chechnya. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it's a Chechen accent. I think it's just... In Chechnya, all boyfriends are long distance. <laughs> they six feet under <laughs> where we put them as women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. In Chechnya, we hold on to boyfriend by burying in six-foot ground. We make them dig themselves. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> Mine. We threaten them with sex. And jump right in. Happily ever after. <laughs> I say, I will sex you, and they jump in immediately. I like tact. I you can't have the hop grenade win. I'm not sending anybody from the hop grenade a shirt. Okay. I want to know who it was. Who thinks they lack tact? Who's mm. who's self-aware enough to think that they lack tact? <laughs> it's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. I need help. I need tact. Uh, I think I'll learn. Does Scott use the Twitter? Yeah. Oh. Sort of what I was. Yeah. <laughs> Beth is the Kool Aid Man. Yeah. <laughs> Crashing through the wall. Hi. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys think it's Scott? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Does anybody here else think it's Scott? <laughs> you know, on the count of he doesn't have tact. No, I, that was not. I was just trying to get into the mind of the person asking the question, and I feel like he would think that we don't have tact and then be answering it in the sense of we should be Jesus Christ. acquiring tact. We should work for the Trump campaign. Like Jesus. That'll get better the way I said yeah. it. <laughs> Beth's going to get hired by Rudy Giuliani tomorrow. Projection and ricochet and projection once again. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I just want to wonder out loud if it's Uh. Scott. (laughs) He hates social media. I thought you were going to be like, no, that's not Scott. Yeah, but he's talking about himself, so he'll love it. (laughs) Okay, that's way worse than what I said. Yeah, sorry. Uh, All right, what else we got, Jay? Are we are we gonna kill ourselves? Tonight I or? like pole dancing without the broken foot. Me too. I, I like. I travel. do too. <laughs> Especially the last part. Yeah. <laughs> I like travel the Pacific Northwest while your wife works. That's, That's a funny. skill. Yeah, That's is. a skill. Um, manscaping is my favorite one, though. Still. It's From you want to have Doc skill. win? It's well, can Doc we? Can Doc can win, and then we can give the prize to the runner to a runner-up. Okay, that works. Bam! All right, so Manscaping Doc, that's our winner. Right. Well played. Uh, go to manscaped.com. Yeah. Use coupon code Brewing. Uh, when I retweet as winner, I'll put an asterisk. 
What do you like, uh, JP, as your runner-up? Stupid-ass video game. Or what? 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 Twitter game. Twitter um, game. I'm thinking about video games. Charity <laughs> um, at home, Jason? <laughs> to be honest, I, I, I do like Self Suck only because it's funny and I want to agree. I want to agree with. Is that a wish fulfillment vote for you? Yeah. Well, I like, this, right. I, like, I like being able to say the word retard and not have to feel guilty about it because it's the guy's account name. So what am I going to do? What was the account name again? Smiling Retard. That's a really that's yeah. aggressive. Can you say that again? Uh, no, I can't. Um, <laughs> and then, so I don't know, man. I think um, I, I don't know, man. Honestly, I, I I'm gonna say this out loud on the record. I think Kim's was kind of all right. I think that was pretty good. Sobriety? Yeah, that's a sympathy vote. I don't want that. Oh, okay. Vote. Also, it's terrible. Yeah, you know. It's not funny. Have you tried it's that not before? Fun or funny? <laughs> Just it's not sad. Fun or funny? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't even want to try it. <laughs> uh, Joel, pole dancing. Let's win. He's That's a winner. Your... Let's sure. Fuck it. Let's go. Does anybody else have a favorite uh, runner-up? Anybody? I'm down with pole dancing. You like pole dancing? <laughs> Is there is there a story here? Does someone break a foot pole dancing? Oh my god! Oh, really? Teresa. Oh, there's a good one there, Teresa. Teresa, we'll help okay. you out here. So, so this is the problem with my life is I'm not sure I have enough time, right? Mm. Catch uh, up on all the deets. Oh yeah, so we got this to, like, whole thing. In. We can we can narrow it down to about four or five episodes. You should listen to. I think probably like, more like one or yeah. two. <laughs> that Years would actually ago. really. Help I can yeah. think of one episode you can entirely skip. Well, there's that. <laughs> not this. Years That's ago. That's my foot. What? That's my foot. That's Doc's nah. foot. This yeah. is a pole dancing. This has never yes. been able, and I, I share shit. the dumbest content yeah. all the time. I've never been able to pull up a photo that quick. Of wow. that, yeah, Doc knows what. So him. Uh, years ago, in our first studio, which was in a garage, 2007, I would say, um, or eight. No, it was seven. 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 Into seven, we installed a stripper pole. Okay. The irony of the situation is the irony situation is that Doc installed. Uh, it was a, it was a cheap one. Uh, the handy, yeah, preloaded, and uh, we just thought it'd be funny to have it. Um, and then we didn't really use it on air. It had gotten, oh, no, uh, it got used be, be, off air. Well, people would dance a little bit. Oh, yeah, until not, until this show, yeah. it had only gotten like off air use by like. I thought the I put it up. Shuman Shuman is, I thought yeah. I put it up that. Uh, could have been. Oh, okay. Maybe it's exactly yeah. before the show. Before the, before exactly. before so the show. we yeah. decided to do our end of the year show, like this one, mm. was called A Very Stripper Christmas. And <laughs> I uh, forced Bevo to dress in lingerie. He's got a nice point. It was a like, yeah. like nightgown. Like, let's be clear. It was pink. It was not it nightgown. Was like she mo- was- it was like modest lingerie. No, not really. Everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there were garters, but there were no garters. Yeah, pajamas. Was, I had no. It wasn't pajamas. On. It was. Oh. In my mind, Look, PJs. It was like when the, I replay it, it's garbage. First of <laughs> okay. all, I was very young. Second of all, I didn't even get paid, so I know. Hey, yeah. I, I've been worst on super You were no hammered, judgment. though. And I might have been. Hammered. It did. You were hammered. <laughs> you were it hammered. Did prompt this philosophical question from Bevo. Why do I do everything, everything. that Justin asks me to do? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and uh, I was like, it was like a because point. you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so most of us took a turn on the stripper pole that evening. Also, I didn't take any of my clothes off. And I just that's, correct. Clear. No, okay. that's correct. 
when it got to Doc's turn... Uh, being, I didn't know we were taking turns. <laughs> being the overachiever that he is, he felt that if he would, if he climbed all the way to the top of the of said pole and spun around, yeah, that it would be an epic dance, like legit pole dance. Well, and, yeah. it, well, and it remember, was. I, I said I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Everybody's cheering. We had a lot of people in the studio yeah. and they're cheering. I'm, I'm going to get hurt. And he says, No, we're not going to get hurt. <laughs> okay, fine. That's last words. Yeah. So, you know, Doc's not the tallest person on the planet. So when he was at the top of the pole spinning around, he was fairly high off the ground. I mean, mm-hmm. they were, what, 10-foot ceilings probably in the garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a long way for me. Mi- yeah. yeah, exactly. Mid-swing, uh, mid-twirl, the pole became detached from the ceiling. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Doc... I was hurling towards the people on the couch. Fell fell toward the ground, uh, catching himself with his heel on a thinly veiled concrete floor, basically. And I, and I snapped my heel bone. He and you couch did not throw your bodies underneath him? He was too far was, away, yeah. and there he was, was too far time. gone, and, it, and we were too it, it impressed really by the move. Yeah, well, we were all behind <laughs> the desk anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we were just oh, sitting man. there giving him space, giving and the boy space. We just, even even the, the fall was just, seemed funny at the time, until yeah. we later realized he landed in just the right way so, and it wasn't a big catastrophic fall it was just yeah. happened to hit it just right his heel yeah i mean because i think i think physically you actually landed on the couch but yeah. you put you tried to yeah. break your fall with your heel yeah. and then what was the story you told uh your wife, yeah. Yeah, I think it was your wife the, when you went home for the retaining record, wall retaining he, wall dude for the record he slipped off the retaining wall in the backyard yeah. Yeah. Right. your honor yeah. <laughs> well that for two days i didn't know it was broken really so i ended up at the doctor, and I, I, I saw the X-ray. I could tell right away. Oh. Then, then go to see the orthopedic surgeon. Yeah, you should. You need the surgery. You know, need foot surgery, and yeah. be wearing a boot. I'm thinking, oh, cool. People wear a boot for six weeks. No, I wore a boot for six months. Yeah, it was a and big thing. I was on crutches for six months and everything else. Yeah, there's a lot of screrews in that picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I oh, asked no. him. I go, "What'd you have to use the whole box? You just open the <laughs> box. There's ten screws and two plates in there. So really, in there. there's but, also wow. a like four megapixel flip phone camera video somewhere. Uh, in it the wasn't internet. a flip phone. Yeah. It was a um, <laughs> Palm Pilot. If you Whatever. forget the turn of the phrase, um, I don't so, know where that is. I, I've learned your graffiti it online on the Palm somewhere. Pilot, and I forget yeah, where thanks. it is. Thanks. The internet's forever. It's like sixteen bit. Yeah. Also, so to this day, Doc actually still holds the record for most injured brewcaster ever. It's true. That's true. Yay! Yeah. Knock on wood. Badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, physically yeah. injured. Yeah. yeah. A lot of emotional injury. Until February twenty ninth, yeah. when we elect a new candidate. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Kim wins for emotionally injured. Doc wins for physically injured. Yeah. Obviously. Huh? Yeah. 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 Works for me. <laughs> I mean, you're, think of it that your heel is now stronger than it was before. Yeah, you know? kind of like bionic. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. 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 Metal reinforced there. Well, okay. now that we've told the story, yeah, our runner-up slash winner is the skill I would like to learn is pole dancing without the broken foot. There we go. Good job, Joel. Yeah, yeah well done. See, and you thought it was a dumb game. Yeah. I mean, it was, but... I mean, I I am surprised that we got that many answers. Um, yeah, but I'm p- 
pleasantly surprised, JP. Oh, well, that's my favorite kind of surprise. You hate it when I don't like the Twitter game, too, I can tell. you. It bothers well, you. Well, yeah, a little bit. Well, it used to bother me a lot more, but now, yeah, I mean, a little bit, sure. They can't I all mean, be home runs. <laughs> who doesn't want to be, you know, they, funny on They the can't all be home runs, but I will admit that the, this game played out very well. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. I would well. like to say that I knew that would happen. One of the longest right. games running yeah, on the DN. It's true. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that does it for us. We've got to get to Vinny so we can set Shimke up with a new uh, date. With oh, Vinny? Yeah. yeah. Monday night at Vinny's, I find, is like prime date material. For picking up guys? Shimke. Yeah. Uh, for picking up guys, I have found, yeah. I mean, I can, I go home with a guy at least every other Monday. Hell yes! <laughs> from, <laughs> from Vinny. Uh, so, Lisa, you've been to Monday night Vinny's. You're aware yeah, I was, of the, I was actually like, the pool of I was, I, it was really awesome. Like the, band, <laughs> the bands were oh. phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Phenom- yeah. Can't think of a phenomenal. can't think of a better word. Phenomenal. They, they were actually called phenomenal. That was the yeah. band. Yeah. Oh, I love it. They were right. phenomenal. They yeah. didn't know that though because they were tripping balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was some drumming. It was it was random yet delightful. Lovely. No. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, Nate, thanks for being here. Welcome. Thank you, Doc. Great thanks time. for coming out. Of course. Uh, it's good to see you. Uh, Shimke, did we finally succeed in offending you after all these years you've been with us? I mean, I'll probably be back next month. Yeah. I got nothing better to do. There we go. Okay, good. Gaslit the shit out of her. Yeah, we did. Now yeah. I have one less thing that I'm focused on, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You target all those other important things in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, you need to take up bingo or something. <laughs> so I'll see you at Christmas. I uh, can't wait to see mom again. Yeah, mama. Um, I've only I've packed already, but all I packed is pajama bottoms and, oh, and a manscaper and my and my manscaper and my house shoes. That's it. Go visit Warren. He needs the company more than I do. You think? Uh, I don't uh, think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he's doing fine. He's, he's busy playing poker. Beard, he's, he's living the dream right now. You know. Oh yeah, life is uh, really working. Yeah. Just working every day. It's really it's hard work. <laughs> All right, folks, we are not back on the air until 2020. That's right. Bevo tried to misel us <laughs> and and, and book a show before uh, she was supposed to. I wow. mean, I just figured. No. We had to, whatever. No. It's On fine. What, I, hope, I hope you no. dressed her down. I hope you, like, really, Honestly, you know, like, I gave s- it to her. I sent an unkind uh, text. Okay, good. I just said. I wasn't any different than the normal text you sent. I was just like, oh, okay, I'll fix this, whatever. I basically just said, fix this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we will be back on air with you on January 13th. Uh, we're going to go enjoy the holiday season. Mm-hmm. By we, I mean Shimki and I. We're going to go oh, enjoy yeah. the holiday season. All right. Separate um, locations? Yeah. Two different locations yeah. in Tucson. Live blog about it, though. We are, I'm going to live blog about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just going to follow Shimke for days and days and days. Yeah. Yeah. I've already got. No, you should be there before she shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have the sign at the airport that says Shimke, just waiting in the baggage claim area. Can you imagine? Yes. 
<laughs> don't don't check any luggage. Hey, Jim. We're so yeah. tempted right hey. now. Uh, yeah, we're, we're off for the holidays. We'll be back on January 13th uh, to you and yours. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Uh, all the whatever, whatever. Whatever you want me to say, I've said it. Yeah. yeah. Um, enjoy your families and your friends. Um, if you're a dentist, uh, don't <laughs> don't off yourself. This is the time of year that oh, dentists good. tend to, not you, but dentists, like, really? they're the number one group and during the holidays. Really? So the... if you're a dentist, other than Doc, too... Uh, uh, you know, Doc's Teflon. There's nothing be nice to, to yourselves. To me. Love yeah. yourselves out there. That's right. Yeah, didn't you ever read that stat? No. It's yeah. uh, this time of year. Why? And dentists in general. Why? They get, they get Nobody knows. They get punished by all those people trying to cash in their end of year benefits. Nobody they knows. all want to deluge the dentist's office. All right. <sighs> all right. Take care of yourselves. JP, take us out of here. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm glad we could say that again. Yeah, whatever. Thank you to our show sponsor, More Beer. You can get absolutely everything you need to make great beer at home by going to morebeer.com. Dr. Charlie Bamforth came into the studio. We aren't sure why he still likes us, but he does. You can find his books on Amazon, taste his impact at Sierra Nevada, and read his writings about the Wolverhampton Wolves over at wolvesheroes.com. Do you have extra money? If so, head over to patreon.com slash ears up and support JP in his quest to become supported monetarily by the likes of you. If you love Twitter and homebrew, follow Nate Smith at Nathan Homebrew, Mike McDowell at Tasty McD, and you can unfollow Warren at Another Beardy. Our newest brewcaster, Teresa, is online at Pasuti Brews and Crooked Lane Brewing. Keep track of JP over on Instagram at Major Jip, and you can find Bevo there as well at Beverly M. Moore. Be sure to find the Brewery Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JP's an asshole, just winds in my sky and wind in the rays. JP does great as his charity.